0: Yes, hello, I am James Rowlands, and today it's the WNR four oh four. We are live and what a show we have. All the latest news, raw and smackdown review, and all the rumble goodness. But luckily, I am not alone. I have to be joined by the entire WNR team. First up, and for the first time this year, incredibly,
1: it's Monty. How you doing, man? uh I'm, I'm doing great you know refreshed for the first time this year i know that it was even weird to me to think about but yeah uh happy to be back happy to be back talking about pro wrestling and just like come on the royal rumble one of the most you know just notorious and always special pay-per-views uh for wwe so or specials i get i think they call them live event specials now so yeah one of the most special specials that they have, so I'm all, I'm definitely excited to be doing this show. Like who loves, who doesn't love the Royal Rumble match? So yeah, I'm happy to be returning on this event. You know, of all the events I could be returning on, it's really really good special to be here. So yeah, I'm dope. This is dope. I'm really happy to be back.
0: Well, like I said, it's always fun to have you on the show. And next, she is always by my side for every WWE event, good or bad. It's Jaxie.
2: How you doing? Hello. Yes, I am. I am the partner in crime and I am ready to rumble. Hello, everyone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's great to be, uh, like I said, when we get together, it's always a lot of fun. And up next, and um, uh, let me say, last but by no means least, even, she's becoming a regular. It's genius, Gina. How you going? <laughs> <Hey>! <laughs>
2: always the genius here. Happy to give my insight. I'm so excited to join you all. Well, it's going to be so much fun. Obviously,
0: we've got Rumble mini-games and, of course, the predictions that we're going to do for that as well. Uh, but last time all together, we looked at what January had in store. And to start the year with a bang, it was Wrestle Kingdom. Now, there was three nights of, of this event. So I thought what better way to yeah. do than kind of make my own Wrestle Kingdom. So I picked nine matches out from the whole show. I will apologise to completely slaughter some of the names that are going to be here as well. That always happens, but we try a little bit with New Japan. Uh, Monty, we talk about a lot to be, you know, a lot to watch in January. Was three nights of Wrestle Kingdom getting you excited at this point?
1: I mean, honestly, Wrestle Kingdom in general was just, like, always a special night for me, so the fact that it was three this year was just the icing on top, and not even just for me. Like, I can only imagine what it felt like for fans of NOAH, and, like, uh, even fans in Japan watching New Japan work with uh, another another wrestling promotion in Japan in, you know, uh, Noah. So, like, all the fans, like, being able to just watch both promotions do a nice show for the third night. And then, like I said, they pretty much the last few years turned Wrestle Kingdom into a two-night event, like, it you know, for a while now. So, I'm, I'm used to this. They are, you know, marathons. So, I can understand if you're a wrestling fan who don't necessarily like three-hour, four-hour shows. And having to sit through, uh, you know, two days in a row of them. And then you have the one, even though they gave you like a couple days in between, it was also still a a very special show. I can understand that the pacing being off for some. But for me, someone who really loves New Japan and just love the Japanese style, strong style, professional wrestling, uh, this is just right up my alley, man. I loved it. I I live for Wrestle Kingdom.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, it's interesting because I'm learning things, you know, and this is what I hope everybody listening here as well. It's like January 4th. Wrestle Kingdom's always on January 4th, no matter what day of yes. the week. So I, I didn't really. I looked. I was like, oh, yep, it, doesn't so it doesn't matter. It's always going to be the 4th. doesn't always. Yeah, if it's a Wednesday, Friday, whatever it is, always on the 4th. Uh, the first night had a lot of action in, uh, and I basically started watching it uh, from uh, Ren Narita versus. Oh my god! Katsuyi Shibata. Shibata. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Katsuyi Shibata. Right. Right on the money. So why was this special Monty
1: for anybody that might not know. Well, like like uh you know, if you have if you don't know anything about Shibata, he was uh you know, he's in that he's one of those guys who one of the pillars of New Japan over the last decade or so uh, you know, and he was very very physical. He I put him in that same vein as a Hiroshi Tanahashi uh and, and even a Shinsuke Nakamura. They all were in the same class. Uh, in the 2000s, uh, and, and you know, we're, we're like I said, the main stars of New Japan held this company together uh, during some down times in that company. So he's very, very important. Important, and when you're telling the story of what New Japan is and how big it is now, and if you didn't know a few years ago in the title match against Okada, you know he gave him a, a pretty stiff headbutt, and you know, and come to find out that. The resulting from the injury in that match, they thought that he was gone. He was gonna have to retire. No no more wrestling for him. He's very very, very physical. Like he does like non protected headbutts all the time. Like, you know, he he's a badass. Like if you ever know anything about Shibata, he's tough as hell and he's a badass. And this was very special because this was his first official like just uh, wrestling match since kind of like in a Daniel Bryan since like when he w- uh, or Bryan Daniels and now when he uh, left and got his return match this is what this was for Shibata a return match and he actually even broke the rules in this match because this was supposed to be another uh, exhibition kind of style match like Zack Sabre Jr and instead of going five minutes they went nine minutes and it was really physical uh, with the, uh, with a guy who's kind of like his student in Ren Narita. Uh, as, you, as you as you can tell in that match, he looks up to Shibata, and uh, it was really really fun to see that, and special for a lot of people. I know people who were in tears just watching him return to the ring. So it, it was a very very special moment.
2: Monty, yeah. as a as a, as a person that doesn't actually watch a lot of um, New Japan wrestling, can I quickly ask: Was there any special stipulation for this match? Because you just mentioned that he did something that wasn't normally necessarily like. Right, so was it like a no disqualification
1: or? Right, so like it was like more like a catch rule. Like him and Zack Saber Junior. in his original first appearance back had kind of like of a grappling contest where they weren't really doing any wrestling holds or moves, but they were you know just grappling and scoring points that way. Like I said, kind of like in an exhibition. Well, in this match, instead of it being an exhibition like that one, he kind of went and they just went ahead and just actually had a regular professional wrestling match, and he didn't do anything inherently wrong. It's just with the company, the company didn't even know that he was going to uh, actually just go and be a fit, have, have an actual wrestling match because they're trying to ease him back into it with his retirement. Because, you know, some people don't know how much he actually can do. And he just kind of want them to let the reins go and let him fully return. And uh, I guess that's kind of what, what took place. But he apologized right after the wrestling uh, night one, right after the match. He went and apologized. He said he's probably going to be in trouble for that. But I think everyone's so happy to see him back in the ring and okay. I think everything went fine. Like, uh, you know, he may not talk down by a couple of people, but I'm pretty sure everyone's just happy that it it went smooth and everyone was fine.
0: Well, like you said, it's 1,752 days since his last match. And the the commentary did a great job kind of informing people and even saying if Shabata never got injured, uh, there's probably no, there's not definitely no LA Dojo No,
1: no LA Dojo, that, yes he's, He was running it, he was running the Dojo Trained a lot of New Japan Strong
0: It makes you think there'll be no Strong either If then the LA Dojo doesn't become
1: What it does, you know Right It's exactly, it's true, if he did was not retired Like it's kind of messed up, no one wanted him To be forced into retirement, but if he didn't No one would have been able to lead uh, New Japan Strong And be the the head trainer of the LA Dojo like as he was no I doubt. Uh,
0: we'll be seeing Evil beating Tamira Ishii to win the Never Openweight Championships. Um, there was lots of ref bumps and of course, have some torture, interfering. Um, there was a lot of shit going on here in this match that maybe people didn't think was going to happen in the New Japan match.
1: Oh yeah, that's evil style. If you hate, if you want, like New Japan is known for you no know, none, like no disqualification type of uh, like they don't do those disqualification finishes. Not a lot of run ins all the time, or a lot of dirty tactics to achieve the victory. Achieve victory usually. Even the people who are considered bad guys in their storyline usually uh, in their matches stay within the lines of what's necessary. But you know, uh, evil is like. Like, literally, what's his name, his namesake? He does not care at all. Like, this this House of Torture faction that he's began with Dick Togo, is very repetitive. I honestly believe if you've seen any evil match since he turned, since he joined Dick Togo and, and you know, joined the Bullet Club, he's really been just taking advantage. Like, sometimes it works out, but You know, usually if he's going to like sometimes it works out and most of the time it doesn't. But usually when he wins a match, he cheats to do it (laughs) like Dick Togo (laughs) distracts or, you know, the rest of his faction comes out. Something is going to happen to where he just hits his finisher and it seems like he won it easily. But we know the guy he was fighting in this case, Ishii. Got screwed. So, yeah, evil does not care.
0: No, Meltzer never he- mentions these matches from Japan. You know,
1: he's saying, Yeah. No, funny... people in Japan actually don't like them. Like, what? they hate seeing, they hate it when evil wins. Like, they can't really emote right now because of the pandemic. They don't really cheer or scream, but they try to clap. And they don't clap during the evils, ma- they clap to try to cheer people on. Mm. They never clap for anything evil does. <laughs> no,
0: it's funny. There's a commentator where flying, sitting behind a table as well by Ishii Drew, it which
1: made me laugh. Oh. Oh, that's also repetitive yeah. <laughs> Hates that guy I don't know why But poor Poor ring announcer Gets killed Every evil match And also people Thinking Dick
0: Togo Yes That is the same Dick Togo All the way back From the yes. Cut tie and tie Chi-ti. Days Chi-ti. With Takamichi <laughs> And all the uh, And Cutty Cutty PP Was his catchphrase I would say <laughs> <laughs> Back then uh, Next match The IWGP Tag Titles Zack Sabre Jr and taichi yes yeah Perfect. versus haruki goto and Yoshi mm-hmm. um, yeah, again, yoshihashi um again the the entrance as well was interesting because there's no tag team entrance they came out of singles which I guess is something that always happens in Japan. And another thing I noticed during this was the red and blue corners, where obviously one opponent is in a red corner, one's in a blue. And that's why you've got the color right. there as well. Could always thought it was like messy, and then I realized... <laughs>
1: like, <so>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Again, this was a yeah, really good subtle so, so so right. differences.
1: Yeah, oh man. yeah, it's very very strong. And if you know anything about Yoshihashi, he's one of those guys who's like a perennial jobber for a while. Like just, I wouldn't even say jobber, but he never really wins. And and he's become a champion, and his confidence has soared. And Yoshihashi and Goto look really really great as a team. And even though Zach, even though dangerous techers as they're called, Tachi and Zack Saber Junior. Uh, you know. Uh, even though they had a great run and always a strong tag team champion, Yoshihashi and Goto with a perfect fall on this night. And I'm i ha- I'm excited for it and happy for Yoshihashi. When you watch a guy lose for like lose like he did for a long time, it's really, really good to finally see things go his way.
0: Yeah, I mean the faces were on fire in this. And I forgot Zach Saber Junior's partner sings himself to the ring. So
1: it's all He's the-
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. an opera
1: singer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. The face, He's great. I love Tachi,
0: man. Yeah, the face was on fire as well. Nice to see respect at the end. The next match for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship, El Desperado defeated Harumi Takahashi, and uh, Desperado. I mean, the crowd were in shock with this. This was a huge victory, Monty, wasn't it?
1: Yes, yeah, Harumo. Harumo has been the face of the junior division. You know, he was. You know, one of those guys having classic matches. With Ospreay, he's just been injured off and on, so you don't really get a chance to see him as much. But you haven't really seen get a chance to see him consistently. And while he was gone recently, Desperado really stepped up into that next level as a champion. And this this match was really important for him because he needed to win this match to prove to everyone that this wasn't just a fluke reign. He really is the face of the new of New Japan Junior Division 4. and. It was a really, really fun match. The people were definitely in shock, but at the end of the day, you have to give El Desperado his respect because he's another one of those guys that that's kind of was a rag-to-rich story in a division. And I think that's kind of what's going on with Desperado. And it was nice to see him finally get the confirmation that he's been looking for as a champion. Yeah, we're about that. Then the main
0: event, uh, Kachika Okada defeating Shingo Tagai to win the IWEGP World Heavyweight Championship. Kazutka. Uh, 35 minutes of this <laughs> with back and forth. Uh, and the whole story is basically trying to be able hit a Rainmaker or not. And Shingo hit one, well, which was busted up a car design. Uh, which was crazy, but it wasn't enough. Of course, the Rainmaker ended the Dragon's reign and became a new champion. And yeah. I have go got AEW referees, but Red Shoes started counting to 20, stopped, watched the action, and then went back and restarted the count <laughs> at one point. So I've got to say, but... Really good match. The loudest crowd were all night, and I think rightfully so.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. One of the strongest matches of the entire Wrestle Kingdom You know, weekend. I, I, I might have been my favorite, I'm not sure, but I really, really enjoyed this match. It was a strong showing by both men. I mean, and Mishingo, like we said, MVP of New Japan all year last year. And we all know what Kazuchika Okada is all about. He is the face of New Japan. He is the ace uh, currently right now and going forward and... He, 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 no one is more, no one has a better championship pedigree than Kazuchika Okada in New Japan Pro Wrestling. And he proved it. And that, and it's always been that most of the time when Okada loses, it's not because, uh, no one kicks out of the Rainmaker. Like, if you let him land that, it's over. It it happened to Naito many times, it happened to many, many, many opponents before, uh, Shingo Takagi. And that's just really, uh, it's always a beautiful story to see can this guy avoid the Rainmaker like he's done in the past? But he couldn't this time and, and, you know, rain over every time because the Rainmaker does not play. And, you know, that short-arm close line, it, it puts people down. And uh, Kazuchika Okada uh, back once again on top of New Japan.
0: Right. Uh, well, attendance-wise, Night 1 got 12,047. Night 2, 6,379. Night 3, 7,000. Now, normally, New Japan would sell out these shows, but obviously because of if it is in japan at this moment in time it's a little bit harder to uh move on to 92. Well, a match that uh, i i actually sat down and quite enjoyed was the first women's match on wrestle kingdom main card yes it stardom it was saya kamitani and tam lakano mm-hmm. over mayu Uitani and the starlight kid i'm actually smug that <laughs> i did that quite well um
1: Obviously, you did that really well.
0: <laughs> thank you. I'm a huge fan of Japanese women wrestlers. I mean, obviously, Jaxi, uh, we've spoken about Oscar in the past as well, and stuff like this. Monty, you know about Eoshi. I don't want to generalize mm-hmm. it, but you can see
1: this is kind of the factory that they build them. <laughs> you know? oh, definitely. Joshi style. Stardom is the number one Joshi promotion in, in you know in Japan. And when I say Joshi, I mean, you know, uh, you know Japanese female wrestler. So, you know, and so... They, they exactly stardom, exactly the top notch. That's where they all, all of uh, everyone you just named have spent time there and worked there. And, uh, you know, so they make, like you said, that's the fact That's exactly where all of these, you know, transcendent talents that we see. That it doesn't matter, you know. We've seen them crossing over to the U.S. and taking over. Uh, stardom is definitely one of those places where a lot of the greats have come from, and currently they are there now, and that's what this was. This is a showcase not only to, uh, you know, American fans, but just New Japan fans in general, and getting more people to put eyes on Stardom because they are some of the just some of the best wrestling in the world consistently, and. Uh, Yeah, I I love this match too. It was very, very strong. I thought everyone got a chance to show what they could do. And it was also very competitive. So this was, yeah, I love it. And I'm just so happy that, like I said, how much New Japan is branching out. I don't know if the pandemic has, you know, started making them make, you know, make some of these decisions, but it's really, really is cool to see them working with other Japanese promotions the way they are now.
0: Yeah, and the other thing as well is you won't be seeing a Phoenix Splash hit like that as beautiful, you know, in a match. go up and go, I wonder what they're going to do. And it's a Phoenix Splash. You go, bloody hell. And also Stars, well, the commentator say as well, second biggest attendance in Japan. only behind New Japan Pro Wrestling, which is incredible yes. uh, when you think about that as well. Uh, we also have uh, other matches, Naito over Cobb, which, again, wasn't too bad. Uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi defeating Kenta to win the IWGP US Championship. Uh, <laughs> this, what a fucking match. Oh, excuse my language. Oh, no, goodness.
1: This was No, no, you're right. That's the perfect was... reaction.
0: The ladder, the ladder, Kent up a ladder, and he's had to set up properly, but even started kind of joking around with the crowd. And then the kind of bumps, I mean, Kent's face went straight off the ladder. You can see him buckling yes. open. There's a blood smear on the table oh, as well after. It was, it, was, it was
1: shattered. He shattered it.
0: <laughs> this is
1: fantastic. Yes, and, and, and this is also, like I said, and I love all the story also about this, a backstory, just a small little one. Tanahashi, when Kenny Omega brought louder matches to New Japan and started doing more extreme stuff, he hated that stuff. He's a pro wrestler's pro wrestler. He loved legit, straight-up one-on-one New Japan stuff. So watching him, you know, perform... In this match and what how brutal this match ended up being and then listening him to him post match and how regretful he was, you know, Kenta Kenta even had to tell him, no, you earned that, you know, don't 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 show any pity like you you deserve that victory because Tanahashi, I just love the storytelling of that of the, tra- of the traditionalist having to step out of his comfort zone so he can chase down his title. And how Tanahashi was kind of conflicted about what he had done to Kenta, even though Kenta is the bad guy in this scenario. It was just beautiful. I love this match, like you said. And, like, I, man, when it happened, I was I winced myself for Kenta because I, I, he's one tough bastard for just, like, finishing that match and continuing on because, man, that spot scared the hell out of me. <laughs> Honestly, it was mental. Uh,
0: and then the main event of night two was of defeating Will Ospreay to a team world championship of course when Osprey was the champion until he had an injury and got stripped which he didn't think rightly so and defended the belts and we talk about a belt collector the way Osprey came out with of course the Red Pro title and, uh, and a couple others as well was really impressive but of being a man uh, and these two and again when Melts, because Dave Meltzer will go on about Japan and go oh this is like a six star match whatever it is this was fantastic there is no doubt about it Osprey from where he was to like a cruiserweight to Battling the biggest part <laughs> in Japan, and and it makes me think, and yeah. you know, Ultimate One always talks about all the long term bickin'. I wouldn't be surprised if we see Osprey and Okada again, with
1: Osprey eventually getting that victory. You know, uh, I, I agree, I agree, a hundred percent. They like, I think Okada mentioned this when they had a match even last year at Wrestle Kingdom when it wasn't for the belt. He was like, Okada, he said Osprey. Will be his rival of the future, and he can he he can just see that, you know, kind of like what Kenny Omega was, you know, a few years ago. Ospreay is now in oh Okada's Oka, mind Oka, Oka, his main rival, you know, besides like a knight to, of course, who's always been his rival. But yeah, you know Okada's relationship with Ospreay, like they have a brotherly type bond, and I think I think even Okada was proud of what him and Ospreay were able to do here. And it's just like they always—I I don't know of a bad Ospreay Okada match, even when they were friends and they had like an a exhibition match with not an exhibitionist. Oh, it's totally different. Exhibition match <laughs> with Will Ospreay uh, when he was a junior champion. And uh, Okada was the world champion. They just had our batch for the anniversary show a few years back. That was a classic, even when they weren't feuding. So it was even better with the heat added on. And like you said, Osprey's progression growing. And he's just, like I said, he hasn't done anything really but get better, in my opinion. Yeah. It's scary. He is scary good. And he's still young. Scary good and still young. So, yeah, yeah. If, uh, this was this is great.
0: Yeah, I think without doubt, uh, you know, really, really enjoyable stuff. And then... Third night and for the first time in events history, Wrestling Kingdom left the Tokyo Dome as it faced pro wrestling nor historic event at the Yokohama Arena on January 8th. There was a lot of stuff going on here that I had no clue about, so I just skipped straight to main <laughs> Me domain. too. I think mean, it's just, no offense, but sometimes I was like, right. So I went to Okada and Tanahashi versus Kaito, Kimiara and Keiji Muta. And of course, Muta.
1: Muta, the
0: great a, Muta. He's a guy I think is older than he is because I think no, he can't possibly <laughs> like he was around you no. know, wrestling Ric Flair uh, and bringing the the moonsault yeah. to America. You know, early nineties people had never seen moves like that, and Great Muta was kind of was doing it and uh, spitting the mist and and all this kind of great matches with Sting mm-hmm. and Flair at Starrcade and and to see him still you know and connecting with someone like a who's kind of like that guy now. I thought he was really really. And another story I liked was even better was that the the uh, Kiam... Let me get his name right. The Mia, because basically what they were telling me as well, he can never be the man. He couldn't get out of Muta's shadow, even in, in Noah. Right. And see, he, he came up short in this match and, and burst into tears and, and so upset that he's let everybody down and the company. And I just thought it was a fantastic told story of... I really felt for him, and even though I'd never seen him before, and I was interested in what his journey would be after. And I think that's when you know a story actually worked well.
1: I agree, and what I love the most is, you know, that's the biggest difference in my opinion for uh, Japanese wrestling by in, in into you know by comparison to the wrestling that we uh, you know follow in WWE or even in AEW. You know, a lot of and you know AEW does it from time to time, but a lot of storytelling in New Japan they don't even have they don't have to say a word. It's all body language. Like you said, like you said, crying and like the, the emotion. They feel, they want you to feel something when you watch. Them. You don't even have to know, like you said, you don't know guys, any of it, but just watching things and then getting the background from the commentary can do enough for you. So, like, yeah, it was people on, on this show, and like you said, I had no clue about from Noah myself, but it was also a lot of people I came away impressed with. This was kind of like one of those litmus tests. Like, I, know, I knew everybody from New Japan, so now I'm just comparing, like, okay, what this guy got to offer, what he got to offer. So, I love getting that perspective also of discovering new styles of Japanese wrestling. And like I said, they're really, really good at telling stories without even saying a word. And I love that. I think you see it when like Eo Shirai and uh, even in Oscar, when they do things, their mannerism, their facial expression, you believe everything they do. That is Japanese pro wrestling to a T. Well,
0: you know, and it's great saying it, but it's it's even like someone like Osprey or Satsabey Jr. where, you're wrestling someone with different language. And even like Eo and Oscar have come over, dealing with language, barriers, still be able to kind of, you know, tell the story as it goes on. And you know, like I said, to have the real emotion. And it's something that you do get from Japanese wrestling that you might not get elsewhere. I'd like to apologise for Jaxi and Gina. You must be bored shitless by now.
2: Be fair. No, no, no. We're actually really enjoying this commentary right now. We don't know that much about New Japan. So it's actually really intriguing to us. So please don't think this boards us wrestling will never bore us. We just don't have all the time in the world to be able to watch different programs. So <laughs> I really, really appreciate right. you guys actually just doing this little bit and updating us on what happened at Wrestle Kingdom. Because I admit, I didn't get a chance to watch Wrestle Kingdom.
0: Well, no, that's that's excellent. Like I said, we will try and like check in on New Japan throughout the years. Could even say, I know Wrestle is a big event. And of course, you've got the G1 Climax, but... In between that, at the moment, New Japan have cancelled all their shows in January because they're still dealing with it, Monty, out there. COVID, obviously we all are. Yeah, New man. Japan is struggling more than anywhere else, really.
1: Yeah, man, it's been tough, and they they've done a lot. They've had a lot of precautions. They're like one of the only shows—not saying WWE or AW or other promotions don't do it—but they're like one of the only shows that I know had active intermission so they can spray everything down with uh, disinfected. It. And they they've been trying everything they can. Like I said, won't even let their fans cheer or anything like that. And you have to be masked. Like you have the only way you can show emotion as a fan at their shows when you come to live shows now is clapping. So they've been they've had all types of drawbacks, like we talked about. Uh, people like Jay White and other. People who speak, uh, people guiding, you know, foreigners, not not being allowed into the com- country consistently. So that has hampered them. New Japan, the fact that New Japan is still going strong the way they have been going, you know, the way this pandemic is going, just shows you how much the fandom and how much people really, really appreciate them. And, like, they've been doing everything they can to keep it going. So, yeah, it, it really, really sucks to see. Like just how 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 affected they are so far by this pandemic, but uh you know they've been resilient and hopefully that can continue on as a year because we've all had to be you know resilient at one point or another when it comes to this virus so you know uh but yeah it's, it's been rough it's been really rough.
0: It has, but we are gonna move on now. Of course we've got the Royal Rumble coming in just a matter of hours, but we're gonna have a look at news. Uh have got a few news stories as we always do. The first one up is Corey Graves. He's been cleared by WWE. For a shock in-ring return, of course, uh, due to an neck injury uh, after he was in NXT in 2014. Of course, Advers had been a commentator now, and of course, we've seen recent times as well with Daniel Bryan and Edge be able to come back and wrestle again. And Corey Graves looks like he's going to be fully fit. Uh, Gina, do you think this is good news for Corey Graves? Are you happy to see him back?
2: I mean, I'm excited, too, because um, when I watched a lot of wrestling, I did take a lot of time out, especially when I went off to college and studied. I didn't watch a lot of wrestling, and I didn't really get to know Corey Graves. I only knew Corey Graves as the commentator never the wrestler because I never saw him in it. So I'm really excited to see him return and just see what he was like.
0: Well, when he was an NXT former champion, I mean... Like I said, not a bad style. Be interesting to see where he fits, and of course, with the rumble tonight, it could be a perfect reintroduction to him uh, to come back and yeah. see what he can actually do. You know, because he is—he's is a good talent. There's no doubt about that.
3: Yeah,
2: I—I I, I feel like me and Gina are complete opposites, though. Because why is it that even though I was shocked to just hear this—that you know he's been cleared—at the same time, um. I'm a bit gutted if we're going to lose him on commentary. I actually have started to grow up. He's started to grow on me <laughs> on commentary.
0: It'll be interesting to see what they do, because they can always kind of tease it and have someone beat up Byron Saxton or something like this, and Graves come to the rescue and have him on and off. Uh, it'd be interesting okay,
2: to more Michael Cole, that, that he would come to the aid of. He He's always grinning Byron Saxton.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying, you know, King and J.R., You know used to be each other's throats, but we knew they really loved each other. And I like to think think the same of Graves yeah. uh, and Saxton as well. Uh, More news. I
2: like that like idea because of uh, Samoa Joe did that as well when he um who who was it that um was trying to intimidate one of the other announcers, and then Samoa Joe just no, did he it. stood up for um, William Regal. No, it wasn't.
1: Who Guys, who was it that Samoa? I think it was with? Tom originally. Wasn't it Tom Phillips or somebody? I don't know, something like that. Oh, it
2: might something have been like... Tom Phillips, actually, yeah. Mm. Um, and I think it was against, like, it was either, like, Bobby Lashley or Brock. One of those two beasts. But Samoa, we we thought, oh, God, the dream match is going to happen, and then, obviously, it didn't.
0: I'm so old. I just go back to the King and Taz at SummerSlam. That's. that's all. <laughs> I'm sorry, I apologise. I mean, I probably did do podcasts during it, but... <laughs>
2: That was a really good one, though,
0: when Taz came to the aid. JR cut his hand on the uh, the sweet jar. Anyway, we're not talking about that. That's uh, SummerSlam. We're <laughs> talking about WWE. And they reported plan to hold an Elimination Chamber match in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it looks like February 19th. Uh, <laughs> Jaxi, what are your thoughts on the Elimination Chamber no. in Saudi Arabia?
2: No. that's that's my thought no uh i know that they still have these deals going on with saudi arabia but i just feel like every time they have what they're now calling a premium live event by the way not a pay-per-view anymore um but every time they do have one in saudi arabia it just really kind of contradicts current storylines that are going on so for me it just really feels kind of out of place So, you telling me that Elimination Chamber could be in Saudi Arabia, it doesn't excite me, I'm sorry. And it's not because of the location, but usually because the stories are not canon to what we're getting in current storylines. So, I'm not interested. The
0: Crown Jewel last year was a WWE pay per view, don't know, there wasn't another one in October, I think. (laughs) I'd much rather have it be the February show than having an Elimination Chamber and a Saudi Arabia event, if you know what I mean.
2: That's very true. I do agree yeah. with
1: that. I think, they're, I think they're forcing you now. They're like, you, you think this is not canon. <laughs> We're going to make Saudi Arabia shows canon. So they're going to force you into this, like, because, like, the same, they kind of built Crown Jewel, at, like you said, last year, as a part of, a, like, a real show that we need to watch because they made, like, you know, actual title matches. Like, I think Brock, wasn't it wasn't it Brock and Roman first time at, yeah. last yeah. year? so. Yeah, so if that – like, they made you watch by doing it. So they're probably going to make Roman get into a chamber or something like that to try to make people like, yeah, you're going to watch this Saudi Arabia show whether you want to or I not. Know, I know y'all was trying to protest this, but no, you have to watch it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what? It'd be interesting what they do because, like I said, they've got the deal, so they have to get through it. So maybe this is the best way of dealing with it. And, of course, we've got the Royal Rumble tonight and a lot of legends coming back. You know, people like Lita will be in the Rumble. And people may ask, well, you know, what's Sonny doing? Will she maybe be in the Royal Rumble? Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I know what she's doing. Will
0: she- to kill her partner uh, before being arrested, that's what she's up to. Uh, said police said they witnessed Sitch <laughs> raising a pair of scissors in the air towards the victim oh, while threatening to kill him. She was booked on two charges of possessing a weapon <laughs> for unlawful purpose okay. and one charge of terroristic threats and was still in custody. She appeared to be under the influence ah. of drugs and alcohol. Um, but the victim suffered no injuries. 49 mm. uh, year old has been dealing with these problems numerous times over yep. the past few years. a long 2019, time. 2019, she arrested through for a DWI for the sixth time. I don't know if that's a record. And that came yeah. after she served eight months in jail in 2018. She suddenly served one year in prison, was released on parole, and then served another year for violating mm. her parole for getting released in June. Great news, guys. Gina, what are yeah. you think? <laughs>
1: Thing. Opposite
3: yeah.
2: of great, yeah. I think it's pretty embarrassing.
1: It's you know, but it's tough you need time. some help, man. That's yeah. a, that's a long track record, you know. I like do you at some point,
2: you got not have any shame for what for what you've been doing and like knowing you're a public figure. But the
3: thing Man. is,
0: is it, WWE, is it WWE's Wait. duty of care, or is it down to the person to take themselves to the mirror and actually get the proper help?
2: Well, down to the person. Down yeah. to the person to, like... <laughs> He made those choices. She's not been with the company for years. There's no way that this should be like WWE is to blame for this. I mean,
1: they can reach out. Like that's the only thing I see they can do. And then if she don't, don't she ignore it or turn it down. Like that's not like, like what else could they do but reach out? You know?
2: WWE have their own shit going on. They sent Mickey James her shit in a back, in a black bag. That, like, do you really think that they're no, gonna? True. I'm
1: not to- saying they will. I'm saying yeah, if they true. did, we don't know. Like she could have just turned it down or whatever. Like I'm saying, in the past, we know. People, so I'm saying, if they they could have, the only thing I can see them doing, like the only option they even have, is to reach out. So once she say no, and then she go on and she do what she do, what is not like you, it's no, it's not their responsibility anymore. Is what I'm
0: saying. It's yeah. interesting because it's you know, again, even I laugh, you know, laughing at it, but it is you know someone who yeah. you know, especially when they lose their, I said the husband of Chris Candido, we know the problems that Sonny had. You know, you could say yeah. she was used maybe by people in WWE during that time. And, yeah. you know, and the thing with Sable coming along in the arguments. But, again, it's the amount of chances that maybe someone gets. And it's it's just a hard situation. It's horrible to see wrestlers that you, you know, really liked as a kid or new. And seeing what they've kind mm-hmm. of become now. You know, I think that's a sad thing.
2: Definitely. I kind of felt like that when... Um you know, everything was kind of coming out about China. Um, oh. You know, she definitely was one of the women that really changed my my way of thinking about how women can be and what they want to be and whether or not they can achieve it. So shortly after her leaving the company and then you're getting like continuous bad mouth from her, ab- about her, it, it's disheartening, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, well, Uh. you know, as we got a live show, if I can get my words out, I'm going to do a bit of prep and try and find news stories, you know, to try and get there. Uh, and one 18th that I found was, I wondered if Zoe Stark could be getting an on-screen family member because WWE filed a trademark for Gunther Stark. Uh, little did I know they were going to try and rename my, one of my favourite wrestlers of all time. Uh, the, the problem was with Gunther Stark is it actually the name of a captain lieutenant who served in the Krichmoline, the navy of Nazi Germany during World War II? Actual U-boat commander that operated in English Channel until he died on June eighth, nineteen forty-four. So that's a problem. And then you try and rename Walter Monty.
1: Please help me with this. <laughs> Here we go again. I tell you all the time. What do they love to do specifically when we talk about NXT? They love to just fix something that wasn't even broke. Is, I'm gonna tell you something that I'm from the Southern United States. This is something that we say around here all the time. His mama named him Walter, so I'm calling that man Walter. So I just want you to know that. Like, if you Google him and see what his government name is, it is Walter. I don't even like again. Why did they even need to change? It? Don't even get me started on what they changed it to. How he's not even German. Like, don't even get me started on stuff like that. I just like, you see what I'm saying? Like it makes no sense. But I'm not. I, I It's just like I I mess up sometimes. And I even call Do Drop. I call her Do Drop, and I try my best not to, because I still want to call her Piper. Like, why did you? Try, like, why are you break? You don't have to. I don't get it. I don't know why. But whatever. Uh, it, at this point, things I'm things used
2: to it, though. I'm to used you. to it. Don't forget that too. They tried to make shortage a thing.
1: Who came up with that concept and who accepted it? Seriously. Vince. And Vince. It's just changing for the sake of change. I don't even get it. I don't get it. I don't. I don't it's, understand. It's, it's
0: from Uh-oh. Wagner. It's it's Zion Quinn X Y O N. He go. They go. Ugh. What is the names that we could name them? <laughs> like they're gonna have a yeah. tag team. I'm surprised the Creed brothers aren't called like Bert and Ernie. Like this is the kind of way <laughs> we're going about it now. And you go, you know, Gunther. That isn't even even if it's a man
1: is going. Gunther, it doesn't have an oomph. Nope. You know,
0: I just, I'm
2: just I hated Dolph Ziggler
1: at first, but Gunther will not win me over eventually, like Dolph Ziggler did, okay? <laughs> no. Just Walter. Come on, man. Walter. It really was, just, it, it was nothing wrong with his name. That's my only issue. Like, what do we, f- like, I understand if he had it, if it was actually a problem from the beginning. But there's nothing wrong with his name. So why? Like, can, they give, can someone give me an explanation for why it even had to change, much less change to Gunther? Well, the
0: thing is, in Ballor, Finn Balor was like, well, they changed my name. But you wa- he wasn't wrestling in NXT for three years as Virgil Divot and then changed <laughs>
1: Exactly. He <laughs> right. did change his name. Right. Right. It's
0: like, okay, my name's not James. I'm going to call myself Patrick. Uh, there's no, no reason for it, but I just want to be Patrick from now
2: on. You, know, like, you woke like, up one morning at believing you were a Patrick. Yeah,
1: I'm a Patrick. Patrick. No, but you got to make it stupid. So it's really I'm like Paddy You change your name <laughs> to Patty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Paddy And that's the, the thing
3: about it, you
0: know. Um, it, it's just, it's so, so Um, WWE at this moment in time. Uh, But we try and move on to a a slightly more serious issue, of course, uh, because on January 19th, John Moxley returned to AEW for the first time uh, since October 27th, the day before my birthday. And, of course, he was talking about the demons and the stuff he suffered. And and it was fine by me. I was watching him go, fair play, Mox, Glad to have you back. Uh, Apparently, Buddy Ray was just like, hold my beer, because uh, he had a massive problem with it. And I'm thinking, you have a problem, though. Why the fuck have a problem with it? Like, why say that? Is it just so people like us on the internet will then react to him and he'll get more listens and views? It's got to be.
3: Yeah, that's that's
1: the only explanation I (laughs) got.
0: Yeah. Well, Paige said there's a reason why everyone prefers Devon. which, again...
1: <laughs> perfect reply, man. It
2: was perfect. I mean, I just... I'm not even <sighs> trying to joke about it, but, I mean, when the Dudley boys were definitely an instinct, D-Von was always my favourite.
1: I'm not lying. Justify. <laughs> <laughs> but, yo, just... no, it, the funniest thing is, he's like, he owed the fans an apology. Like, he don't already entertain us. For virtually free, for the most, if you don't, if you're not at the show, like he already throws his body on the line for us all the time. So, like, what does he have to apologize for at all? Like, especially for anything personally that he was going through. He, he had to, he hey, went through what he had to go through and he returned. We're happy to see him. Like, I don't, it's like one of those glass half empty scenarios, also. Like, what are you even talking about, Billy Ready? This is no, it, like, you see something that's completely positive and you find a way to make it negative, And I just don't get it. I don't get it.
2: Yeah, in in some ways he does come across as bitter sometimes, doesn't he? Like, quite bitter about the company. Yeah, yeah. He's an asshole. Or, like you said, he just wants us to listen to. Exactly.
1: (laughs) He's either just an asshole or he wants us to listen to his radio show to get mad at him.
3: I don't want to do that. But either way it goes, that was an asshole.
0: Yeah, he's just an asshole. There's no other reason behind saying that. It's just like, oh, God. Anyway, uh, we move back to WWE because WWE President, probably the most like man, actually, at this moment in time, WWE President and Chief Revenue Officer Nick Khan <laughs> denied WWE higher-ups are actually looking to sell the company. They've taken some calls from companies looking to buy, but not an active conversation to sell the company, not look actually looking to sell. Uh, so expect WWE to be sold by the end of the year. Uh, but they're saying, <laughs> <laughs> apparently they want to change things up I don't know. It's just I do not believe a word that comes out of his mouth. Jaxie, what do you think about WWE being sold? Do you even care? That's the question we're asking ourselves now after 100 people being released. <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm, I'm not um, – this this doesn't matter to me. I mean, I think the only thing that is of a really a significance to me when it comes to the company right now is when and when and when are we getting Vince out of power. So that's the, that's the only thing I'm kind of interested in listening to. I'm not really You think the company will thrive better once Vince yeah, gone? Yeah, I'm not, not really uh, I don't I don't think that this could be like anything shocking in terms of, of uh disappointment. I think that it could only get better um if if the company is sold
0: well, this is a funny thing when you, even when you say that in my head, I'm getting and I, you know, and the company we bet round Mont Vince is dead, but his doofus son-in-law and his stupid daughter's gonna take over anyway, mess it up. <laughs> it's a, it, it's weird how you know that's 11 years ago now, and it's true—a word never been spoken even today. You know, when it, when it comes to WWE, it's just a just a complete mess at this moment in time. And one thing, Monty, I've not spoke to you about either, uh, and it, it hit hit me hard. Was William Regal being released from his WWE contract? Uh, it was just, yeah, what you know, you fuckers. (laughs) Uh, uh,
1: Again, like he's just showing you, like where it's not. I wasn't even shocked at this point. Everything that we think about the black and gold, they wanted to just wipe it clean. We just act like it never happened. So we gotta get rid of any relic. From the black and gold days, that's not Tommaso Ciampa. So, like, (laughs) everything else, or Pete Dunne, I guess, like, everybody else gotta go. So, I wasn't even surprised. It sucked. Like, the same thing with like hearing some more Joe again. It was just like, at this point, was I, am I really surprised that Joe was getting released? Like, am I really surprised that Regal is gone? Yes, it is horrible. I don't understand it. It's like, I don't, I don't know how, like, that's why all those rumors are swirling around about Triple H because it's just hard to even believe that Triple H would not be like, well, I, so just screw everything I did for the last however many years, since 2014, 15. So, yeah, it, it, I don't, it, it sucked. It really, really sucked to see him go. But again, are we really shocked at this time at, at all about anything? We're not, like, anybody who walks out of that door, unless their name Roman Reigns, I don't think I'll be shocked anymore.
2: <laughs> but I think, like, with um, William Regal, especially be, being a fellow UK citizen as well, Um I I took that personally. And yeah. Vince, I don't forgive you. I'm just saying, I'm just letting them know now if they're listening, I took that personally and I don't forgive you. So I just needed to say that. If I, if I had
0: a pound for every time I heard someone say that to me, do you know what? I, would... <laughs> <laughs> I would be a millionaire right now. Uh, and then another bit of news, final bit of news. Mustafa Ali. Uh, Asking for his release, he even tweeted that. Do I want to be in a rumble? No, I want my release. Um, (laughs) No, (laughs) no, I just want to be released. Uh, Jackson, what do you think of Mustafa Ali? Fantastic talent, and he's just had enough.
3: They,
2: they really, um, they really have just lost the plot with with Ali. Mustafa Ali has got to be one of the most talented wrestlers out there that has been underutilized in so many different ways. And the amount of talent that I can see coming off of this man without him having been even given the time that, uh, to shine in, in WWE. And when you can already tell the talent of someone that they're not even pushing, that's when you know that that company's fucking up. And I'm, I'm mad at WWE because they They really saw something with him when they first when he first started, and thanks to them bringing their beast back really quickly, he got himself injured very, very quickly, and then that prevented him from kind of taking a main a, a more major main spot Now that is something that can easily be rekindled, but they 've never actually picked up the ball with him again and it's It's just frustrating as a wrestling fan that sees all the potential in the world
4: to see well, great the, matches. The storylines
2: they wrote for him just were unsuccessful. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it was their way, that, it, that was because of their way of booking everything. And so that's what the, where the disappointment lies, because they they clearly didn't invest as much as what they first originally did when they fir- when he first came up to the main roster. And that is what I'm disappointed in, because, you know, you could even chuck him into a main program now and I think that he would still shine. And yet, they they, they don 't even give him like the uh, like light of day really to actually showcase what he can do so it 's just pure utter disappointment, and i don 't blame him for the tweet that he put out. I actually laughed hard when I saw it because that would be my exact reaction when i 've been burned this bad by a company that i 've given my everything to and given all to so i I genuinely hope that Ali finds Mustafa Ali finds. Where he wants to be, in which company he wants to be in. And I really hope that he is given the opportunity to show us what he can do because we all know that is there. It's just letting us see it.
0: Yeah, excellent, excellent point there. Uh, So that's it for news. Uh, We're going to have a quick look at impact because we did talk about hard to kill as well being on the schedule. I did. uh twenty pounds to watch this and fight TV and boy I'm glad I did. Uh not only did it start with the uh knockouts ultimate ultimate X match which was won by Tasha Stills which was amazing it was main evented by Mickey James defeating Deanna Pratt, Pratso in a Texas Daft match tables uh Drawing pins, you name it, they did it. Uh, the card from top to bottom, you know, Josh Alexander defeating Jonah, yeah, uh, Trey Miguel defeating Steve Macklin, Moose defeating Matt Cardona and Morrissey. Really, really good stuff. And from this, uh Charlie Haas, believe it or not, <laughs> made his return uh to wrestling as it was. You know, maybe uh, the years haven't been um Well, and nice. was. <laughs> Charlie Haas. Showed up an impact, but no, I'm unfortunately,
2: sorry, I will still remember him and Shelton Benjamin as team angle. They were such a badass tag team. We loved them.
0: Unfortunately, though, he did suffer a concussion oh. and had to be uh, stretched out uh, during the impact oh, yeah. tapings. Um, but it oh, not, as he said, he's, he's talking not- about highs and lows. I know. He said he's not dead uh, and hopes to make a comeback. <laughs> Uh, as soon as he can. The match with Josh Alexander was actually really, really good uh, until that point in time, which is a bit of a shame. And then, of course, the big news, Mickey James um, being in the Royal Rumble match. She actually gave a massive interview uh, on Impact, addressing the women's division and saying she was going to make history at the Rumble and then go to WrestleMania and put her title on the line against the WWE superstar. Yeah, that's going to happen. Yeah, they're going to let that happen, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, good luck. Good luck with yeah,
1: that one. Yeah.
0: If she lasts yeah. like a minute tonight, I'll be. I know. What I mean, I just know they're going to embarrass her or, or do something.
2: Yeah, the weakest impact champion ever. <laughs> no, do you know what it is? Is because of like WWE don't really want to do this, but they're having to do this because guess what? They fired everyone, so they need to actually bring. Yeah, they need back. the bodies. They need they, the bodies. They bro. do. They do. <laughs> and I, I mean, you know, I will always like kind of be a fan of Mickey James as a wrestler. But I think this is the stupidest decision she's ever made. Yeah, like like, girl, they packed your shit in a fucking black bag and sent it to you when they fired you. (laughs) How the fuck? Maybe they assured her or something, right? Going back there at least, at least the inspiration had sense to actually turn that down. I'm sorry, I just had
1: to assure her or something, right? Like. (laughs) If <laughs> you yeah. really think about it, like, did they tell, like, they promised her like a spot with Charlotte or something? Like, I don't know. Like, I'm just, yeah, like, what could they even offer up that made that pitch, you know, work for her other than like the spotlight of, you know, just doing it, I guess, or like the headlines? I don't even know what it could, like, what we'll, they could have offered. We'll send um, your off.
0: shit back to you um, in a nicer bag. You know
2: that, <laughs> <laughs> right. Louis Vuitton or Gucci. And you you leave your job and you tell them, can I bring back my uniform? And they say, keep it. That's literally what that is. Like, Mm -hmm. keep keep the uniform. Why am I going to keep the uniform that you just sacked me from? I mean, I just think, you know, it's got to be all about the money. Definitely. Because that is the only reason why I can think that Mickey James would actually, like... You know, I, I can, like, t- say that she's um, just as proud as yeah. I am as a woman.
3: You gotta um, pay my time. Like,
2: you know, there's a certain level of pride <laughs> and humility you've got to have to go back to the place that scorned you, and you called them out for scorning you the way that they did. Do you know what I mean? So, I mean, it's going to be an interesting... It's going to be interesting to see how much time she's given tonight.
0: It is going to be interesting, and like I said, we're going to get through, run through the card, and talk about all our predictions in a little bit. Before that, we're just going to look at Raw and SmackDown uh, since day one, and we start off with SmackDown the seventh of January with Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman together. But of course, Roman Reigns who missed day one was on the show, and he said, "When you're in isolation, you do a lot of thinking." Um, he said the two people I never want to see again are Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman and almost on cue <laughs> Lesnar and Heyman interrupted during a huge ovation Lesnar wasted a little time with a challenge for a title versus title match to which Reigns declined he said he won't do business with someone who does business with trash like Paul Heyman Heyman still talking about his arse of Beast, not to talk to Reigns like he was uh, that allowed the trouble due to, to rocket roll with the superman punch for taken off the ramp Monty this was some good shit going on here
1: Oh, yeah, it was perfect. You know, like I said, they don't really miss with the Roman stuff. I don't know if it's just, like, a completely different creative team than what they use for, like, some of the other shows. But, like, yeah, they they knocked this out of the park. The chemistry they have between everybody involved, is the intensity, it's just, it's just perfect. Roman's character work was just top-notch once again. And, you know, I, I chuckled a lot during this scene also. So, yeah, I I, I thought... I thought this was this was a very very strong part of the show, and like I said, they they just rarely don't miss when they they rarely miss they rarely mess up when it comes to anything Roman is doing.
0: Yeah, without a shadow of a doubt, uh, we see SmackDown Women's Champion Charlotte Flair announcing that she will be in the this year's Women's Royal Rumble. I heard Jaxie cheering at home at that point. Uh, we also get Hall of Famer the Bella Twins. Lita, Michelle McCall, Kelly Kelly, Mickey James, all in the Rumble match. Jackson, were you surprised they announced all these um, without any surprises and the actual Rumble event, if you know what I'm trying to say?
2: I mean, I, I was pretty shocked at how many names they genuinely gave us. And my first initial reaction when they were like kind of naming them all off, I was like, oh, damn, WWE are really desperate to get us to watch this, aren't they? They're giving everything away. So, I mean, I, I can't hide my disappointment, but I also feel like there are quite a few names that were definitely left off, which I'm hoping was left off specifically for the surprise reason. So, we'll see.
0: Well, without a doubt. The main event was Usos versus the New Day, with Usos winning and going full Dudley's But fuck bubba uh, After the match, Roman Reigns was watching from his locker room, when Anna Pierce... Opponent entered Seth Rollins and the revolution. He laughed hysterically as the show went off the air. Um, the Seth knocking on the door to the Shield theme was a really, really nice touch as well. Should Gina, should we just unify the titles and go back to the old days of one champion?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think it would be better to do that just because right now WWE don't know whether they're trying to keep the show separate or integrate the shows. And right now we're getting a bit of a back and forth. We're getting them separated with separate storylines, and then once a paper, a, a big pay-per-view is coming up. Where what is it called? Sorry, not pay-per-view. Uh- um the uh oh, premium, premium live, live event. event premium event. live yeah. event. <laughs> when when we get a big premium live event upcoming they start to merge the, the shows together and, and merge storylines so that they can you know obviously integrate some characters that used to be together that will help with the storyline i think they need to just merge them again and just make the one championship as well because to be honest with all the cuts that they've been making at the moment they can only do do that really in just integrate both shows mm. to just fill out that time.
0: Yeah, I think it makes more sense than anything else at this moment. Like I said, especially with the rosters as well, the tag team division. The yeah, I've seen US titles that don't even bother getting defended uh that much anymore either, you know. So it be That's interesting to see what they do.
2: It's still a thing. Wow. <laughs> so <laughs>
3: we're
0: going to Raw January tenth. And it opened with Lesnar and Paul Heyman making their way to the ring with MVP and Lashley watching from the back. Alexander and Benjamin walked up and Lashley told them it was no hurt business. Um, So they've killed that twice (sighs) in a year. Um, back in the ring, yeah. the Beast looked decided to be back in Philadelphia, but Lashley's music wiped away his smile. He had a tense exchange that includes some jokes from Lesnar, and some threats from Bobby. The Beast called the almighty a Brock Lesnar wannabe for leaving the ring, and then Lashley smashed Alexander, him just to make sure that no one cares about them. Uh, Monty, what did you think of this?
1: Yeah, I, I like this. You know, I really—it's about time. Like it was—it was about time that brought Lesnar and Bobby. You know, met up and you know if you know anything about, it, we've been following Bobby a while. He's been asking for on this match for a very, very long time. Uh, so I, I'm happy that they are working together. Brock Lesnar's attitude towards Bobby uh, was, you know, surprising at first. It's funny to me. He said Brock Lesnar want to be there, like you know. I guess Brock Lesnar has muscles copyrighted or wrestling background, and he got <laughs> MMA. All of that is copyrighted. You can't do that or you Brock Lesnar. Uh, but anyway, uh, besides that. <laughs> Uh, I thought this was cool, and like he kind of disrespected Bobby, so it just kind of made me feel like, okay, there's no way, unless they're just going to completely make Bobby look like a trump. there's no way he's going to keep being able to just disrespect Bobby like that. So, yeah, I I, I didn't mind it, and I'm I'm just happy that it, it's finally happening. But, yeah, uh, this was this was a strong introduction to what was coming.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm desperate for Bobby to win. He's been waiting for his, this match for his career. Yes. Uh, this should be more sports build. I found a build up for this was really weird. They should have gone like SummerSlam 02 with Rock and Brock, with them just like, yes, in the and just working yeah. out. And you see, you know, even MMA trainers just trying to, you know, work out how they're going to get the best of each other uh, rather than what they did. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. elsewhere. Um, Otis pinned Orton clean with the Alpha Academy Narke Bro, uh, Street Profits and Priest beat Dirty Dogs and Apollo. Rollins beat Biggie. Know your role, Biggie. You're right. Rollins is the star no. now, not you anymore. It hurt my heart. Like <laughs> Ripley and Nikki <laughs> broke up, uh, and we had the main event. Do beat Morgan and Blair to face Lynch for the title, with Lynch stopping Blair uh, and letting Do say letting Do Drop get in the win. Do winning. Uh, what do we think of this, Jaxie? With Liv getting treated Meg from Family Guy, and them setting up <laughs> Go a away. match. Shut up, Meg! And we're setting up a <laughs> match between Blair and Lynch.
2: I mean, everyone knows my sort of thoughts and views on like kind of how Becky Lynch be- took the title from Bianca. So. I, I knew that eventually we were going to get to a stage where this is going to be uh, potentially the feud um, of the year, maybe like a feud that we'd get towards WrestleMania. Um, I, it, it's really difficult because WWE know how to book their women, right? But, but WWE know how to book the women that they like.
3: Mm.
2: So it's really frustrating because... I, I actually knew of uh, Dewdrop who w- was Piper Niven when I knew her. And I think that she's got a lot of talent. It's, it's still extremely upsetting to then see, you know, even how she's being booked. And then, and then you up the whole Meg, <clears throat> sorry, I mean, Liv Morgan situation. Um, and 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 it's just frustrating because you can see all the potential in the world with someone, and then they're it, it's the way that they're booked. They're they're booked so wrong, and it doesn't have to be that you know everyone gets the push right there and then when they get the hype from the fans. But at the same time, it's all about building up your women so that you do eventually have, um, you know, as uh, some uh, some actual contenders that that fans can really question who's going to come out as the ultimate winner here. Um, Right now, we literally have Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair that WWE just can't seem to crawl any much farther up their asses. So it's, it's disheartening to see any other woman really in the picture because right now, I just feel like, yeah, I feel like I'm losing faith in thinking, well, they've got a potential chance, you know?
0: It would be interesting to see what they do. And this is the problem with WWE. They go back to the same old, same old. One of these is kind of, even with the fact that Brock Lesnar is WWE champion, uh, because it was 19 years, four months and seven days from when he first claimed the title. And it now has what become the biggest stretch in between the wrestler winning his first one and winning his last, the last one being Hoke Hogan. And even... F- Jeff Phoenix and Maurice at the Rumble, they haven't technically made history yet. Uh, but if they are booked to step inside, of course they are. It'll be more than a 10-year break uh, from when they last faced off as well. So it just seems like it's it's just repeating, 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 which can get a bit frustrating. You know, we're coming up to WrestleMania. We've got Brock Lesnar as WWE champion, Roman Reigns as Universal, Charlotte and Lynch, like I said, is a women's champion. Is there much difference from the previous four or five years from that? Not really, you know? They
1: go with the safe option, Where? man. They go with the safe option. They they have trust issues with everybody. Uh, with any, any other newer names, you know, they just have trust issues. and it, it shows in the decisions that they make, you know, like you said, all the way down throughout the entire roster, you know. Uh, and they don't even feel the need to even try to build much of a mid-card, which is also a big issue. Like, even the women's mid-card and the men's mid-card, they have no build there most of the time. So it's like, how do you make new contenders if the mid card literally has no activity? So, Like, did they Completely used to use do their mid card to make new stars? Now they don't do that. that.
2: So. that what I mean about them not continuously looking to, like, book all of their women to a point where, you know, they're continuously building cool on continues. them? Um, in, instead, we kind of can already um, sort of presume the outcome for the for the specific fact that you know there's a certain way of wwe booking those that they favor
0: yeah so it's a real shame that they keep doing it you know but again like i said there's there's a fear of you know going with the unknown and it not working out but what's the harm you know i don't understand you know if bobby lashley oh no we're not going to talk about prediction yet but if lashley beat lesnar tonight that could set up another year or two of, of rivalry between both of those. And it would make such a bigger star than he was right now. But you just know that they're not going to do it because it's like, oh, no, just give Brockett, and we'll just move on. And sometimes you just think, what what is their problem with it? Um, but said we'll get on to that in a little bit. We move on January 14th, SmackDown. The Usos present their tag number one contender match with the Raiders beating Los Safarios, Saro, Mansoor, just chucked together. Uh, and Shanks and Mahal. Um, we see Sami Zayn um, just paying what watch- he says. When it comes to being a jackass, no-one is better than Sami Zayn. <laughs> he is right. <laughs> <laughs> but is <Zayn. laughs> just class. And Natalia uh, referenced her three records in the Guinness oh, oh. World Records yeah. ahead of a match. Yeah. Oh, what would happen here? With a liar, or as she was, I know her better nymph. Uh, and of course, nymph here mm-hmm. got the world record three point one seven seconds. Um, I mean, you can, yeah. can see it coming in a while, while off, but well done, nymph. Um, Monty, what were your thoughts on this world record time?
1: <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> honestly, honestly, I could care less. Really, you know, it was, it happened. I was you know what I am I ain't, I ain't gonna lie the fans actually like Aaliyah, so I do give her I don't know what it is but like they 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 kind of I've seen them kind of cheer give her a pop when she's out there and like even like when she had the infamous you know throwing up after the match thing going on by the way are, is that her gimmick cuz like she's really nervous and extra like you know what i mean like they, they seem like they're trying to incorporate oh i hope that. like i think i think one time she's like "Ooh, i hope i don't gag again i'm like what like is this gonna be part of your gimmick now Aaliyah?" no like i understand yeah. i didn't know much about you anyway but i don't want nobody gimmick to be throwing are we going back into oh my guy who uh you know you know D'Lo brown retired him but I, like he used puke you know he used to puke all the time Forgot him, uh, forgot his name, but I hope we're Jones. not doing that again. Please, Jones. yeah, draws. Yeah, yeah, please do not, please He's do not tell we're puke. going to draw. Though. He's got yeah. a, puke. <laughs> please don't tell him we're Bill going back to that. But I, 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 that's what caught my eye more so than her breaking the record, you know, because it's just like, it's, are they really about to start hinting that she's nervous and, and ready to throw up? Every time she does something now, it's, it's funny. But, yeah, uh, congratulations. Well, congratulations. Well, no,
0: yeah, she is in the Guinness <laughs> Book of, of Records. And uh, another thing that freaked me out on SmackDown was they treated uh, Lita like an actual legend rather than, you know, what they did at Survivor Series where, where she originally left. <laughs> you know, it's, it's it's one of those special times. She yes. came out, had to face off with of Charlotte, uh, had a massive cheer as well and a great response and was left standing tall really good to see because normally it's like I said people like Edge and others that get that and they actually gave it to Lee, which you know fair play to them
2: yeah definitely um, I actually have to say like and this is just you know putting my feelings for Charlotte aside and just kind of looking at the promo as to what it was it was just a really good way to alleviate someone of Lita's status especially with how they have treated her in the past so it was just quite nice to actually see a smug Charlotte get uh, get her ass handed to her by a legend. I think it was needed. I'd I'm like gonna, to
0: see that again. We're going to make a joke. You said Lita's status, and I'll go, no, it's it's Trish Stratus. That's, that's...
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh, you should have done that. I could have been like,
0: hey. Hey. Uh, so then we get Seth Rollins starting at staring is his uh, face-to-face. Of course, the Universal champ, Roman Reigns, uh, reminded me he's got a one sided record between them when a the title is at stake. Reigns laughed off said he's in God mode and he's ahead of Rollins' table. Without wearing Reigns, Seth Rollins is just fine. I was climbing up my way of the ladder when you were riding the pine in the CFL, the visionary said he claimed Reigns needed a bloodline while Rollins was off winning titles on his own. I created you and I can destroy you, no one could tell they said whilst laughing. Reigns said if he's looking for a megastar from Raw, he would have chosen Rollins's wife, and he used those attempted at a sneak attack, but Rollins managed to get out there and said, "I'm living rent free in your head, Roman, to close out the show uh Gina, what did you think of the first face to face between Rollins and reigns
2: um I mean it was it was nice nostalgia for sure, especially like just seeing them both in the ring again together, and you do with all the promos that they had for the shields, sort of over the past two rules, especially. It was nice to have that and see them kind of getting to this storyline. Because we knew at some point we would get Roman versus Seth. But it did seem like it was a a way off again. So, yeah, I was really happy to see them in the ring together. Um, I still am disappointed with the way that WWE booked the Usos. If they want the bloodline to be coming across as strong as they are, They sure do like to make the Usos look weak, even though they're the tag champions. Mm, And don't get me wrong, I wasn't exactly expecting them to overpower Seth and make Seth look weak uh, ahead of this match with Roman. But it just made the Usos look really weak as well. I I don't know. I just don't like the way that they're booking the Usos. If they wanted Roman to be like, you know, big daddy chief, I think that they... they should be booking the Usos to be on this ultimate winning streak a bit like undisputed Era. they were just unbeatable you know and they all just kind of represented for their team and but they're not doing that with the Usos it's just making them look really weak so that's the only thing that I would say is the downfall I am really excited to see Roman versus Seth again and they both carry their promos well so I really feel feel like the storyline between them you know.
0: Yeah, no, that's really, really good stuff. And like I said, we've got better promos for the two coming up. We first go to Raw uh, January 17th. Dewdrop and Lynch beat Morgan and Blair after, of course, the obligated promo to start. Uh, dude drop looking good. KO show with Rollins. Uh, I said about a month ago I want these two together, and these are great stuff. This led to uh, Damien versus Owens with KO. Faking legacy hitting the stunner for the pin. And this is the first man to beat. Since his move to the main roster. Now, Monty, I know you're a huge fan of Priest. Did you think he would have
1: as good a first year mm-hmm. as he did? Oh, I mean, I, I I I thought so just because I felt like they would be insane to miss him, miss it. Like he's money, like you know what I mean? He's big, he he uh, you know, I, I like to point out that he's bilingual because I never forget them releasing a lot of Latin superstars and saying they want to go to the Latin market. <laughs> but uh so like uh, like I, I, I like Priest is money and he, I knew it before he was even in WWE. So like yeah, I, I thought they would get it, but you never really know. I mean, it's a crapshoot with WWE, and I'm I'm very very su- pleasantly surprised. You know what I mean that they that they they haven't really dropped the ball yet, and even this loss to Kevin Owens, he doesn't look weak here losing by the manip by like being manipulated the way he was. Uh, by Kevin here, and then it's Kevin. So I don't mind it. You know, no one. You know, we're not trying to do a Goldberg here. Not going to be un-, un unpinned and un- you know, or undefeated forever. You know, at least they. You know, at least it wasn't a DQ finish again. Because that's pretty much the only thing I don't like that they've been doing with him is this whole. He just so he goes so crazy that he loses his brain and forgets that this is a match. And you his know, nostrils. I, Have you I noticed his it? nostrils? <laughs> yes, he got a flare of nostrils. the hell because is Because that tells you that he's very angry. <laughs> <laughs> flare his nostrils because that's how you know he's very angry. It's <laughs> like a bull. I don't know. Uh, yeah, uh, anyway. But <laughs> yeah, like the cartoon bull. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Exactly. Yeah, like, Looney Tunes. But yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I, I love Priest and I didn't mind him losing here. And like, yeah, I'm very happy that. That, like you said, they've been taking their time, and I think this year will be a very big year. Where he is by the end of this year will really show me if they really, really, if they're they're really to pull the trigger and actually believe in him going forward for like bigger stakes and bigger matches, bigger moments. But I think he's money. I always have.
0: Yeah, without a doubt. We see Gabriel and Lotus have a celebration. Good for them. Bro ruined it. Speaking of ruined, Finn Balor got destroyed by McMahon. Expired. Uh Austin Fury. Omos oh. killed Reggie. It's enough of that as well. Uh we see Maurice wanted to have a match with Beth, but it's all a setup. She gave her a brick. And the main event, Bobby <laughs> versus Rollins, but of course they painted themselves in the corner. So it ended in a DQ with the Uso's taking <laughs> out Rollins. And then SmackDown January twenty first. Reigns and Rollins promo to start after the Uso's introductions. Reigns asked, did John Cena write that promo for you? which was a great line. <laughs> um, and then Rollins pitched an idea where uh, the Usos versus Rollins and Kevin Owens for tonight. If Owens and Rollins win, the Usos would not be able to interfere at the Royal Rumble with uh, Jimmy uh, shouting, you Jimmy was having fun. At one point, he even forgot there was a ring. He was looking in the crowd. <laughs> he forgot to give Roman his mic. And he's just, yeah, he's enjoying himself. Fair play. You know, not many really <laughs> people. Uh, so... We then see Kofi with Biggie because, you know, fuck the draft. It, who cares? You yeah. know, I don't, who I don't cares, care man. Raw. Like, come on. Uh, Screw it. We need ratings. Yeah, exactly. Who cares? Uh, a <laughs> numph <laughs> defeated Natalia by DQZ. and Lee showed up. Remember her? She was on about two Yay.
1: months ago. Avenger. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. That was such a weak save. She took her a sweet-ass time coming out, did her little fancy tricks out of the ring. Natalia could have like, left time ago but before she even got to the ring like if girl if you're going to come out and save someone then you should be running down that damn ramp exactly
1: now you know wwe rules you just got to watch someone enter when they're coming <laughs> you have to watch the entrance okay that you have is to experience that's the new it. rule <laughs> it's an it's a, a, a imaginary barrier that keeps them into the in the ring mm. <laughs>
2: No, thing is, this does scare me though, because right now, like, y- y- right, first of all, let me just say, they booked Xia Li so well when they were giving all of her, like, stories in anime, uh, <laughs> pictures to her. it was very Kill Bill, I enjoyed it, right? And I thought, okay, let's see what they do with it. Right now, I'm scared.
1: I knew they didn't know what the hell they were doing, I'm sorry. It, it sounded, it was creative, I just did not believe in them at
2: all. <laughs> For the save, and then stands outside and does like a, a, a whole martial arts set, which looks incredible. But, yes. girl, you ain't got time for this. If man's is being beaten up in the ring, <laughs> get in the ring and actually think <laughs> It's, it's all
1: about ready. timing. Out
0: it's,
1: it's and someone,
3: what you
0: someone run out with a firework and try and distract the person from the attack. <laughs> Go, look at me, look at me. Like, rather than kind of run out and helping, just like, oh, I'm a distraction. Um, well, yeah. You know. <laughs> Anyway, we see Sonia Deville screw Naomi in a match with Charlotte and Adam Pearce. For the Pierce. time. Yeah, oh, and Adam Pearce with Eric Bischoff for <laughs> some reason. I don't know why. Why? Maybe it's his uncle. <laughs> no, no, no,
2: whatsoever. No explanation no. at all.
1: No, just, just Make a little, that money, EB.
0: Yeah, it's a little <laughs> pick-me-up speech. Uh, Naomi versus Deville for next week. We see Ridge returning with Sheamus beating Ricochet. Double J was backstage for no reason whatsoever as well. Oh, uh, yeah. Wow. It's all the Rick Boogs. <laughs> um, Knoxville and Zane, shenanigans, but at least both are making good money from the Rumble. And then the main event, Usos versus Rollins and Owens. Uh, just when it looked like Rollins going to hit the stomp, Reigns come out and hit the Superman punch corner disqualification. Love the um, DQ. Yes, both staring at them as they come cut <laughs> the the line in the upcoming premium live event, <laughs> which
1: rolls for the tongue. Uh, really you know, he could have still got Superman punched without a DQ. You know that, right? <laughs> Don't be silly. Cause then we you would have got the finish. same result. Yeah. Well, You can't Raw tell me gonna... trying to protect your tag champions all of a sudden. Well, we're going to go to
0: um, the Raw Go Home show January 24th. And it opened with an official weigh-in for the WWE Championship. Oh, wow. Saturday out first, followed by Lesnar. After each man stepped on the scale, there, the managers talked some trash. The beast left without instant while Ashley looked on. It's cowboy Brock. Um, I want Bobby to win so bad. But I will say this, because Twitter was saying, W doesn't have weight classes. Why do this? But if you had had a contract <laughs> signing, if you had a contract signing, people would have gone, why another contract signing? So I guess right. sometimes you can't win, but why, Jaxie, is Brock Lesnar disrespecting Bobby Lashley <laughs> when Bobby Lashley could tear him apart?
2: Honestly, I, I don't know. But I feel like this is the ultimate moment to kind of have one of those storylines where Brock genuinely goes into this match believing...
1: yeah. Like he did with Eddie. He,
2: he gets a fucking lesson <laughs> taught to him so that he knows that there is someone much more dominant than him and it's right. not always to him on top. So this would be an epic storytelling if they kind of book it like
1: this, but... I'm going to be so hurt if they don't. Oh,
2: my goodness. Oh, don't, Monty. We we haven't got there yet, so I'm not going to so I'm not going to dive deep into this conversation right now about Bobby V Brock, but, like, yeah, me and your Unseen vibes there, so don't worry. Uh, we've really? got all that
0: disappointment to come. That's something to look forward to. <laughs> WWE, right? we got all that to moan about. Uh, we see... Autumn beat Gable after a spelling bee. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but Gable and Orton were actually really over. AJ beat Theory in the a <laughs> near twenty-minute match. They're calling AJ a veteran on the commentary, and of course they're test oh. running Austin to see if he can go twenty-minute matches against good talents. We mm-hmm. had a good sit down between Lynch and Do This is what big time Bex is best at: not selling yeah. or or wrestling. Talking like this and talking up the match and do drop saying I ain't going to take that, um and beating her up a little bit. The Mysterious oh, How happy must Ray and Dominant be that two Ks coming out because they're finally going to get wins? You know, it's the only reason the Mysterio. It's <laughs> the only reason the Mysterios beat the Profits is because Ray's the cover Star. But fair play to him, you know. And then yeah, The main event. This is right. It's a legend, man. This
3: is the
0: the main event of the evening was not a match. It was Ms. Throw Marisa's birthday party to hype their match at the Rumble. First off, it was a portrait of them as a princess and a prince. The second gift was Ooh. a bejeweled box. Uh, she says she wanted to open a big gift. Miss said he didn't get that one. <laughs> and who was in it? But we revealed to be a brick and. And Edge and Phoenix came out looking pissed, and they took out the security team. When I say they took out the security team; they did a fantastic mm-hmm. job beating yes. them. <laughs> That was great. You know
3: what? I think
2: I can't remember if it was Adam Copeland or Beth Phoenix that actually shared shared a picture on Instagram of them beating up the security guards and they actually captioned it as if it was, like, speaking from one of their daughters and being like, oh, mom, dad, I wanted to introduce you to, and then, like, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. And it yeah, was, I think that was like, Bill. Beating yeah. the whole hell out of the- <laughs> And I was just like, Lord help the men that <laughs> try to date their kids. Because it's not even just Edge you have to nope. contend with. Like, don't fuck with Beth Phoenix. Beth. Like, you know, I <laughs> I like to think I'm a badass bitch at times right but I will never ever look up to Beth Phoenix and think that I'm a badass bitch yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, no you're no, your place no that no you're, top of the, you're, mm-hmm. you're a of you're you're place in the food chain Beth Phoenix is a goddess she's on top don't fuck with her
1: <laughs> and we got another 3D fuck bully really right <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> That's why they did it <laughs> probably yeah could
0: yeah, be complain about no, this yeah. Complain about that. Go on. (laughs) (laughs) And then finally, the January 28th, SmackDown. With Charlotte Flair kicking off a night show. And I don't know, Jax, it's because we're doing so many podcasts together. But when Charlotte's talking, I just go, blah, blah, blah,
2: blah, blah.
0: Like, that's all I hear now. I just, it's the same. I just, same old
1: again, stuff.
2: And that's not, you know. It's, just... it's the same shit she's spewing. It's hey. like, yes, okay, Charlotte, we heard this from you already.
1: I love that bodysuit though. It was nice. She got the bodysuit. She'd be killing them bodysuits. Yeah, but give her that.
0: A drinking game every time she takes the heels off. Like, come on, wear the, like a wrestling of
3: course
1: boots. Of like,
3: first... course. Uh... Somebody
1: took a big boot straight, like a foot right to the face. I don't know who it was. They took it. Was it Nanny or somebody took it right to the face? A it was nymph. To be the numph. face. Yeah, Aaliyah. Yeah, Aaliyah took a foot right to the face. No one
2: I just, like, just soul. I don't see the point. Like, I do see the point because when Charlotte Flair comes out in the in the jumpsuit and she's also got the heels on and she's looking sexy, yeah. I get it. It completes the whole outfit. But girl, you're you're walking to the ring. You're either going to get interrupted <laughs> by someone or someone's going to jump you. So why are you wearing heels to the ring? Like, honestly, it's just it's pointless. We're just going to see you take them off or they're going to get chucked off.
1: Sasha caught her foot and was like, I think her feet was like motioning that her feet stunk. So (laughs) that was hilarious. I liked
3: it.
0: (laughs) The only thing that annoys me as much as that is, is like, I'll pick out Andrade. It's someone who has an entrance attire that takes it off straight away. So he comes out and straight away, the entrance. (laughs) what's the point of having the entrance attire? If you're just going to take one step and then take, at least get to the ring first, you know, but. Right. Anyway, I'm taking my frustrations on Charlotte out of Andrade, and I really shouldn't. I've uh, <laughs> become
2: a bad influence on you, James. <laughs>
0: honestly, I used to love her. Uh, we see Basler interrupting the proceedings, coming face-to-face with a queen, avowing to uh, slap like a twig. Like we said, we see Nymph getting involved with Shotzi, Natalia, mm-hmm. all arguing until Banks makes a return. She says, the boss is back, baby. I'm ready to rumble and chuck Flair to the outside. I'm going to ask you guys: Sasha Banks as a surprise in the Rumble would have been a huge reaction. Why did they? Yeah, do it on I don't Smackdown? know why they did. Why?
1: They
2: did. I have no idea why they did that on SmackDown. Yeah, it, it was we- it was actually quite disappointing. I I I I, de- I actually felt extremely gutted the minute I heard her music drop because I was literally just thinking to myself: We are 24 hours away. 24 hours away. Why did Would he you have anything? On Smackdown? Smackdown? They've already revealed so many people in the
3: it was so no, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah that it
2: that
0: was frustrating. Uh another frustrate for people was the new theme for Baszler
2: and I call uh, Oh, no, it
1: was horrible. Oh my god, <laughs> I am so
2: upset. Damn you, Vince McMahon, damn yeah. you, all all creative that decided- Oh, Jim <laughs>
1: Johnston, where are you? <laughs>
2: The <laughs> original track was so sick. Ugh. Why the fuck Ugh. did you change it? Oh, God. CFO
1: I dollar signs.
0: Okay, unbelievable. unbelievable. Well, we move on. And up next, it was Ridge Holland versus the mask he wore in the tag match uh, that he seemed to struggle with. But in the end, he managed to beat the mask into submission and finally move on. <laughs> uh, we didn't see... Nomi versus DeVille. And this is a hundred 100- days. 173 days, I think Nomi said. I'm not 100% yep. sure. But yep, that's right. 153. Uh, Nomi delivered a bubba bomb because, you know, fuck Bully Ray. Uh, and then, as you say, delivered a rear view yes. out of the split leg of moonsault for the pin full victory. DeVille expressed her anger and said she would be in a Royal Rumble match. But DeVille's first match some some two years ago. Fans maybe weren't into it as much as they could have been a couple of months ago, but a good match. And Jackson, Naomi finally gets a vindication. Mm -hmm. Are you happy about it now?
2: Uh, Yeah, for sure. Definitely happy. I think Naomi needed to win that match. Um, I think even though it was Sonia's first match back, she had still been in the company and prominent, you know, because she was the the GM. Um, So I definitely feel like it was right that they let Naomi win that match. Um, and I had a feeling that Sonia was going to be in the Royal Rumble as well, but I don't really see how that's relevant to, like, a comeback to Naomi. Naomi still got the win over her, you know, mm. so either way, I'm still happy about the outcome of the match and the fact that Sonia's going to be in the, the Royal Rumble as well. Yeah, no, I it, should be, f- it uh, should be fun
3: it'll be to say. be good. Know.
0: Like uh, yeah. no, I said, weren't too bad. What was going on? Just wait, WWE again, waiting too long. It's like champions, you know, Nakamura yeah. like not defending the title. It's all oh, he's been champion six months. He's defended it once. You know, how is he champion? Like I could be champion if that was the rules. Yeah, you know, just give me the belt and then I won't defend it, and yeah. I'll have a really nice long reign. But one of now, the I like, don't know how true this is, but I heard he
1: may have be been injured. We
2: think we're stupid sometimes and think oh. We haven't mentioned the IC title in a while. Let's just, let's just,
1: they'll like, not,
2: they'll forget it as if we all forget.
0: Well, if Nakamura may be injured, but it's like the Viking Raiders were number of contenders first episode of the year. And it right. should be at the right, Just going, no, wait. It's, it's like saying, number <laughs> <Right. to> Nakamura, <laughs> Owens and Priest. Yeah. We'll get that eventually when they can be bothered. It's just, I these, mean, these are the big badges. The
2: fact that the Viking Raiders are, are entering the Royal Rumble. So okay.
0: I just I just never got it. But I'll tell you someone who is enjoying themselves at this moment in time, it is Sami Zayn. Of course, uh, <laughs> recently signed a new contract and fair play to him. He deserves all the money in the world to try and make this thing entertaining <laughs> uh, he's got his new podcast so if he's into podcasts and he wants to be on one of course we'll let him on the WNR podcast uh, Rick Boogs of course interrupted with Nakamura leading to a tag match where the faces beat the hills um, and then we had New Day Biggie and Kofi defeating Corbin and Moss and then finally Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns had their <laughs> final face-to-face uh, Rollins brought up the beating Reigns before, including then sending him packing for a 30 day vacay, of course, beating the money in the bank 2016 for the WWE yep. Championship. Uh, the violation policy that Reigns had to take off after that, and what many people might forget is Dean Ambrose cashed in that very night on Seth Rollins as well to become mm-hmm. WWE Champion. So the shield really was there. Uh, and I think everybody got emotional during this because it was Seth Rollins being an absolute twat and talking oh, about I the it. chair to the back uh, and yes. getting under Roman. And, and you can see Roman there, you know, try, oh. not fight back the tears as such, but saying he will never forgive him for what he, he was did struggling to, with it, Yeah, for what he did to us. And at that point, i right. going, You yeah, Roman, Roman, <laughs> you know. But uh-huh. <laughs> Roman tried for the Superman punch. Rollins evaded a bow to the floor, and a Joker-esque Rollins was seen laughing yes. maniacally as Reigns... The do. suit
1: was perfect. The
0: <laughs> suit perfect, and Roman Reigns, again, like Batman, maybe not the hero we want... We need uh, looking on there. <laughs> I thought this was. Well, I'm going to say it. This was world class. The two biggest stars of their generation in WWE, mm-hmm. by fa- what the fans think and what WWE management think. This doesn't get bigger or better than this. And that's it, and Roman. I love
2: that you mentioned, I love that you mentioned like a, a Batman reference, especially with Seth Rollins' outfit. It was very Joker esque.
0: Yes. This was fantastic. Yeah. Who didn't enjoy this? Gina, did you not enjoy this? Because you can get off the show. Do you know what I'm saying? If you know, if you still enjoy.
2: It. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I enjoyed it when we had Seth and and uh, Roman face face off for the first time. So when they came together again on SmackDown, it it was it just felt nice because they had the history there to talk about. They're they're both great at delivering promos. You just really got yourself invested into the story, so it's just made you really look forward to not it's, only it's the Royal just, Rumble match, but this match. I have to say is is Seth's laugh. It's become so <laughs> iconic. It's like you know when you were a kid and you were just kind of like really fascinated with like Disney movies and stuff like that, and the evil witch's cackle or laugh would terrify you. Yeah. That's what Seth's laugh is becoming, you know, but in a good in a good kind of comical way. Because he's he's so full of himself that yeah. like, you genuinely start to believe him. And then you hear that laugh. And that laugh really can actually get in your head. And that is exactly <laughs> what he's in Roman. Like, you could see stuff get into him. And that laugh yeah. just accentuates and adds to it. It's brilliant.
1: Right, that, yeah, it's and no then when he said your whole bloodline was trash. And Yo. your, your father. Oh, my God. Your father. Your, your, your mother. Uncle, your yeah. father. Your, your cousin. Like, oh, my goodness. I loved it. I loved it, every second of it. it was, I don't know why. I'm just toxic like that. And that was just like so real. It, it, it was affecting Roman. Like that's the, he's the first person. Not even Brock lives to affect Roman Reigns like that. This was so I, like, I love yeah.
0: it. This was what's great that about is, it. Yeah. Rollins it's Rollins like, being
2: like on yeah. Especially when like, especially when Roman was the one he was like, if I wanted to face a champion, I'd face your wife.
0: Well, yeah. <laughs> and he's, he's like under his skin and it seems Rollins went to Raw with the draft. Kind of charged himself back up and now it's come. And we've gone, no one's been on Reigns' level. And Ron is there and it's like, yeah, he is actually. Like, this could go either way. Mm-hmm. And I think with the Rumble tonight, what's exciting, so exciting, especially when we get to predictions, is that it is an open field. It could go either way. And there's yes. not many events you can say that with.
1: 100%. This is the most, like, I have no clue, either Royal Rumble match going into it. I can't, I, I may have people, I may, I think should win or maybe you know could be in a good position but i have no clue and i think until except maybe like maybe the the miz match even that match i guess could go either way but i'm really i doubt it but this whole entire card like you said you know for the most part is strong enough to be like yeah i'm not sure where we're going either like on either side bobby and brock roman himself. like yeah this is a special special feeling card right here
0: uh, it's it's unbelievable and we're just about to get onto it we're going to do now like we've talked about the Rumble mini games uh, and of course the predictions but first and this is one of my favourite things <laughs> it's the Royal Rumble because it's all about the numbers
3: the Royal Rumble match this is what
4: we've 30 men and 30 women battling for the ultimate prize, a championship opportunity in the main event at Wrestlemania. WWE Hall of Famer Pat Patterson's vision in 1988 created a legacy of some of the most iconic moments in sports entertainment history.
1: Drew McIntyre's going to Wrestlemania! Hulk Hogan and the
3: Warrior! One on one! AJ Styles!
1: is here! Finally, The Rock is going to Wrestlemania! You think you know
3: me? You gotta be kidding me! It's been nine long years! Edge is back!
4: Since its inception, there have been 1,190 entrants into the Royal Rumble match but only 31 individuals can say they've won.
3: John Batista! Becky Lynch! Triple H! Undertaker!
4: This incredibly rare achievement has propelled 19 superstars to win a world championship at WrestleMania, including five of the last six Rumble winners. While victory at an early number is improbable, it's not impossible. Michael McCann. Wait a minute! One foot!
3: One foot! John Michael! Won the Royal
4: and last year, Edge entered at number one. Over 58 minutes in this match. And won it all. But not everyone can survive.
3: What did he last? One second. I back. No redo, Santino.
4: Some struggle to even get in the ring.
3: <laughs> oh, my God. What the heck? What did Titus just... I can't believe what I
4: just saw. While others defy the laws of physics to avoid elimination. What a move! a Rumble highlight reel. Speaking of highlight reels, Kane has competed in a record 18 Rumble matches where the Big Red Machine decimated his opponents with a record 45 total eliminations. But no one conquered a single Rumble quite like Brock Lesnar, who accumulated a record 13 eliminations in one match. And to make this even more of an unbathomable achievement, The Beast vanquished these 13 superstars consecutively this year the 35th annual royal rumble event will be unlike any other featuring a lineup of royal rumble all-stars the 2022 edition is emanating live from st louis missouri the same city where sheamus won the royal rumble in 2012. in 2006 rey mysterio set the endurance record in a traditional 30-man royal rumble match surviving 62 minutes 12 seconds to claim a victory Last year, Bianca Belair spent the longest time in the Women's Royal Rumble match, lasting a record-breaking 57 minutes and 12 seconds to win it all. Will the EST win her second straight Rumble? If she does, she'll join Hall of Famers Hulk Hogan, Shawn Michaels, and Stone Cold Steve Austin as the only back-to-back Royal Rumble winners, a feat that hasn't been accomplished in 24 years. Eight superstars have won the Royal Rumble twice, but only one man has won three times.
3: Oh, hell yeah!
4: There's no telling what will happen at this year's Royal Rumble event, as the competition contains more variety than ever. With 60 superstars, including 21 former world champions, five former Royal Rumble match winners, three WWE Hall of Famers, star of Jackass Forever Johnny Knoxville, and an infinite number of surprises, it's truly anyone's game.
1: Stars going created. What an atmosphere this is tonight.
4: The only thing for certain. The road
3: to WrestleMania starts now.
0: Ah, so, yeah, that, that is Rumble by the Good numbers, point. always gets us excited for the show. Oh, the to everybody is about Rumble memories, because my first Rumble memory is Royal Rumble 1999. Perfect. I am showing my age here. Ooh. Um, it was the first this. event that I knew about. Uh, and luckily, I had a, a VHS or VCR. And basically, this is like before streaming, uh, before DVDs, uh, this is <laughs> what we had videotapes. I set the timer and watched it. Of course, Vincent Mann winning the Royal Rumble against Stone Cold. <laughs> Mankind versus The Rock probably changed my mind about professional wrestling from that very moment. The I Quit match, that doesn't really get talked oh. about a lot. Uh, and yeah. maybe not the best Rumble, but for me, that was me in. And then I was from Rumble 2000, it was just like, yeah, bring it on. So, Monty, I'll ask you first, what is your first mem- uh, Rumble memory that you can uh, remember?
1: Oh, uh, Okay, so, the, like, I'm pretty sure I, so I was one of those children who had, had, was lucky enough to have, like, DVDs and, like, you, you know, which is something else that's outdated now. By the way, uh, DVDs and <laughs> like tapes of, of, yeah. <laughs> right, right, exactly, exactly. So like That's I, my, the very They're first
3: Raw Rumble,
2: let me see, kids, <laughs> <laughs> right. right,
1: The very first Raw Rumble I even like actually experienced uh, was actually the one Shawn Michaels went into one, but that was just because I had like a DVD. I thought it was called like his Boyhood Dream, and they kind of they kind of win the detail basically about everything Shawn Michaels did up to the point when he beat Bret Hart in the Iron Man match. Uh, for the title, so like that was one of the first ones I ever seen. But the very first one I ever like watched went. Uh, I, I had it was pay per view back then, legit pay per view. This is when John Cena returned. I think it was 2008 Raw Rumble at Madison Square Garden, and he ended up finishing that that Raw Rumble. One of my favorite Raw Rumble matches of all time. I think Jeff Hardy versus Edge on that card, or Ray Mysterio versus Edge on that card. One like I, it was it was a very little like you know very mid 2000s, late 2000s era. Type of pay per view. So, was, like, that <laughs> Raw Rumble was a special moment for me.
0: <laughs> no, it's just think it's, I think it's Mike, Mike Adam Lee going Jeff Harvey.
1: Yes, Jeff, Jeff Harvey. Jeff <laughs> <laughs> Harvey v. I think it was Orton. Jeff versus Triple H and Edge versus Ray. I think that's how it went, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know sure yeah. if it was Jeff
0: versus Orton because he had a fantastic reverse. Or Orton, game, yeah, Orton, Orton.
1: There you go. Uh, I knew it was somebody. But in like, trunks, Orton coming go.
0: back. That shock of Cena coming back. Yeah, because he, he
2: came back
1: early from like got a, such a from massive a pop or, whatever, pop. or whatever. Yeah, yeah
0: he got a so massive pop. It was one yeah. of the biggest pops of Rumble history, and I, he out with a return.
1: Right. And that was one of my favorite first memories. I actually got that on pay-per-view when it happened, and I was shocked just like everyone else. And I was definitely a Cena fan back in those days. Uh, so, yeah, uh, that's that one of my fondest and special early memories of Royal Rumble.
0: That's See, what about you? What about your first uh, rumble memory and I hope it's not the same as Gina's. No <laughs> well,
2: I, I really don't remember which year was like the first rumble that I watched, but what my first memory um that really stuck out to me when uh with the Royal Rumble was the year that China entered. Um, it really did just change my sort of outlook in, you know, what, what women can do and um, what expectations they hold themselves to. So for me, the most iconic sort of first memory for me was actually seeing uh, seeing a female join joining the male Royal Rumble and I'm watching it with my dad. And I said, dad, why is she allowed to, to join the Royal Rumble? And my dad's response was, because China will do what the hell China wants to do. Mm-hmm. And I loved mm-hmm. that. And so I'm... that's probably like one of my first memories.
0: And I'm not saying that we planned this between me and Jackson. That was the Rumble 1999 as well, where Chuck China...
3: oh, oh <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Conspiracy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, Gina, what about you?
2: Um, I, I think it was um, it, again. It's not the first Royal Rumble I saw, but one memory that I will always remember is again is china and i think it was the 2001 royal rumble where she was in a match against ivory and she had her neck injury it's just something i'm never gonna forget but i was really invested in that rivalry between her and ivory as well so yeah seeing seeing that match and then seeing what happened to china at the end was really like is, mm. is, is one thing that i will always remember
0: yeah, two thousand and one, where uh, where that happens as well in the course of the commentary going, and it looks like she suffered a serious injury. You do start to panic. You weren't really sure. Uh, i would the last one, Austin won, where Triple H just gutted him, hoping basically, yeah. and uh, it was when Jr. I thought Jr. was going to have a stroke during the rumble match with how
3: excited
0: <laughs> he was with Stone Cold winning it as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's also Kane's. Okay, so like a living elimination year or something, right? Or something like that. yes, but yes
0: that was yeah, a good run. Yeah. yeah. Drew Carey, yeah, like Johnny run. Knoxville this year, we got <laughs> Drew Carey in that Rumble. Um, oh God, yeah. The the thing is, is that the Rumble 2015 was a great Rumble. And this kind of brought, you know, the podcast didn't start until May that year, but that kind of started off. And of course, with the cash shit at WrestleMania, is it now mm-hmm. with uh, what Rollins did? And unfortunately, on the Double R podcast history, 2016 Rumble was absolute shit. Uh, with Triple H winning it. They has, it's not been great rumbles. I'm not gonna, we did have Nakamura and Oscar in 2018 winning, but of course letting us down at WrestleManias as well. So it's been a bit mm-hmm. hit and miss, uh, I would say. But of course, we played you a clip earlier about Rumble by the numbers, and we hope everybody was listening, uh, because we're going to go now some Rumble. Uh, it's some stats, basically. And we're going to play some games, some knowledge. And I'm going to ask you guys a few questions, and... You can all turn me the fuck off if you want, but we'll find out what happens. Now, uh, with your knowledge, for first off, for all Rumble winners, can all three of you kind of name every single Rumble winner? I'm not going to go into detail, but, I mean, Monty, how – if I said to you you got a list of them all, do you think you'd be confident? Uh, Not
1: not the early ones. Like, I I got Jim Duggan. I think – Jim Duggan, Big, uh, Big John Studd, right? I think yep. he was second. Oh, uh, man. Uh, Hogan maybe was third, maybe? Yeah, no, uh, you're right at the moment. I'm, I'm doing good. Uh, let's see. What year is the fourth one? 91? 90, yeah, 91. Oh, man. That was a little bit tough. Maybe that's Hogan again. I think he did back-to-back. So, then maybe that's Hogan too, again. He did do all back-to-back. Right? You're on fire at this moment. We okay,
0: are in okay. of your knowledge, yeah. So, remove, <laughs> 1992 Rumble, one of the most famous Rumbles of all time
1: crap. It is,
0: but I just... That one like, that one's escaping me. I'll well, 92, I watched, I watched it with a tear in my eye. Is it Yokozuna? I watched it with a tear in my eye, and that's, that's, that's too early for Yokozuna. It was. Uh, it was Ric Flair going from number ah, three yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. winning the championship. You said Yokozuna, that was the following year. What about 1994? Okay. Jackson, Gene, if you know, shout out the answer as well. So we're going for 1994. <laughs> we won that one.
2: Yeah, that, that far far back, I I'm, I can't tell you that. I know. <laughs> so, this is all news. Well, Ninety four so was the, the year ever, before
1: Sean's
0: first year. Ninety four was double winners that year.
1: So is Sean and Bro- uh, no, no, no. Who won the first one? Who won? Who double tied? Was it? Uh, was that? Uh- it was, was Brett, right? Lex
0: Luger, or... yeah. Lex Luger and Brett both yeah. went over at the same yes. time. Really, really yeah. good. Okay, Luger but, the one I forgot. I
2: remember that was a double. That was the first double yeah. uh, double one to happen, right?
0: Yep, right. first one ever. Uh, Luger coming up at twenty-three, Brett at twenty-seven. The first, uh, the second man. No, sorry, the third man at that point to win at number twenty-seven. Uh, Ninety-five. Yeah. You just mentioned it. Monty called Sean? Sean twice coming at number one. Ninety-six. Yeah, yeah winning again. Uh, what about ninety-seven and ninety-eight? Uh, Austin, Stone Cold Steve Austin, right? No, yeah. Yeah. Stone, you're right, Stone Cold 97 and 98. Uh, 1999, yeah. okay. I've just, just said it with Vince, year 2000, yeah. The Rock, The Rock, yeah, the Rock. Two, 2001, Austin Gina, and we just said it, Austin. Austin.
1: Uh H returns.
0: Triple H returns. Triple H returns. Get yeah. off Wikipedia,
1: Monty. Two thousand and three. No, I no, I, I know that one. Come on, man. That's 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 off the quad injury, man. Yeah, I know some good Triple H that returns, is. man. Eliminate yeah.
0: uh angle as well, brilliantly. Uh, two thousand and three. Brock? Yeah, Brock Lesnar. Uh two thousand and four. Yeah.
1: Oh man, Let's we see who's in the main him. event. We do not talk to me. Oh, yeah, yeah, we can't say his name, but we know, <laughs> right? Cripple Crossface. the crippler. Oh, oh. <laughs> Two, <laughs> 2005
0: is one of the weirdest ending rumbles of all time. Yep, think
1: it's man squad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that was... <laughs>
3: <didn't
1: see> <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. That's the and um, Batista is officially Batista's the
0: winner. Batista is officially. After both went out, 2006, uh, one from number that's two. Ray. That's Rey Mysterio. 2007, right. one at number thirty. Undertaker. Yeah, 2008, you've just mentioned. Yeah. John Cena. John Cena.
1: 2009. Okay, now. that's, that's what, uh, is it, yeah. Randy? Yes, it is Randy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he pointed Stephanie. That's that's that, yeah. That's that Randy who punched Stephanie like the week before on bits, the week before he and won the Royal Rumble. Should have so, beaten yeah.
0: Triple H in the main event, but definitely I mean, should have be beaten Triple H. Main event of WrestleMania ever
1: 2010. Okay, um, he mm, could
0: say it happened, he could oh. say it happened
3: honestly. <laughs> <laughs> also,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. before he was forced to retire. Right, twenty eleven. Yeah.
0: We're getting more up to date now. It is the biggest. Well, it was the biggest rumble at the time. Forty man raw Rumble. Yeah, forty man. Uh, Alberto Del Rio. Yes, it was Alberto. Yeah. Twenty twelve, oh, yeah. the ten year anniversary, and he's been talking about it recently as well. <clears throat>
4: Shameless,
0: uh, shame, Monty, you're on yeah. fire at this moment. I mean. love
1: <laughs> yeah. like, it. Oh. No, Sheamus won a WWE title
0: not too long after it. So yeah, yeah, that's I 12, remember
1: that. That's twelve seconds. It's like
0: the kiss uh, with Daniel Bryan. We're a heavyweight title. Yeah. Shameless didn't kiss Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan kissed AJ. <laughs> just in case anybody, not as <laughs> a problem with that if that happened. Uh, twenty thirteen. Okay, WrestleMania. 29. I'm trying to think of main. Yeah, WrestleMania twenty nine uh, main uh, event. <laughs> It was meant to be once in a lifetime. This is twice in a lifetime.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, so, yeah. John Cena. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the Rock or Cena, yeah. It's, yeah, it's all be seen on The Rock. I, mean, I knew it wasn't The Rock. Oh. 2014. Yeah. CM Punk should have won. Should have won. won it, yeah. He was supposed to win that one. That's before he walks off. But who really won that one? Uh, who's in the main event of thirty? Oh, it Randy Klein. Batista, 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 Blue Batista, 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 Batista won that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Blue Batista. Yep. Uh, yeah, 2015, getting booed out the building. Roman Reigns got the rock booed for the first time in forever without asking for it. Like, oh, he, the the look on the rock, the face, rock face. Yeah,
2: <laughs> All right, yeah, like you didn't want to be there.
1: <laughs> right,
0: Jaxie and Gina. Here we go. 2016.
2: No idea. uh <laughs>
0: Randy. That's the most. It's it's a well. It was the double and well, half first It was for the WWE championship. Yeah. Triple H. Triple H. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty seventeen thought- is Dan's biggest reaction to any match ever. Because <laughs> <laughs> this man won his second Raw Rumble.
2: AJ Styles. No, because he hadn't even <laughs> <laughs> oh. I can hear the argument between the two. No, no, Randy,
0: Randy Orton. Yes, Randy Orton won it. Yeah. Right
3: now, I knew get... he. Won it a second
2: time, I, I could not for the life of me remember what year it was. though.
0: Right. So we're gonna get we've got men's and women's now from 2018. So Jaxie, obviously mm-hmm. you know who won the yes, women
2: because we all know the iconic first ever women's world. Mm-hmm. world was none other than the Empress of Tomorrow herself. Yes.
3: Oh <laughs> I hope
0: she the, returns tonight, by the way. The men's winner of twenty
3: eighteen, Dante. Nakamura.
0: Nakamura. Nakamura.
3: Ah.
2: <laughs> 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 the king of strong stuff. Should have won their matches.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true, yeah. yeah. Yeah, both of them. Neither one of them should have lost. Do, do you know,
0: Sank, as well, is usually every year on the Double Up Podcast, we do a mystery WrestleMania where all of us will review a WrestleMania of times gone by. My suggestion Ooh. for the, for us as a group to look at before WrestleMania is WrestleMania 34. I think that would be the one mm-hmm. where, see, Monty, you've got memories of it. Jack C and I have got yes. really bad memories of what's happened. So I think that would be quite good to look back.
2: <laughs> Why are, oh, they're lying, man. Why are you putting me through this trauma again? That's, I need that's to do it. Just... We
0: need to deal with it. We need to get to the bottom of this with Charlotte. We cannot carry on. It's unhealthy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know. You are so right. You are very, very <laughs>
0: right
3: there. <laughs> it's you know, an intervention.
0: Situation. <laughs> it's a we don't want to do it, but we have to. I'm not going to count the greatest Royal Rumble ever, not just because it was Saudi Arabia, um Braun Strowman winning that in 2019 who won the men's rumble in 2019 then who's going who's going to shout this out come oh. <laughs> uh wait that was oh, how have I forgotten
3: wait
2: <laughs> <Tim Ballard. laughs> <Tim Ballard.
3: laughs> it's
0: wrestlemania 36 uh that was the wrestlemania uh, and of course, oh. well, the two that won it are actually married now.
3: Mm-hmm. Sir.
0: <sighs> yep. 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 Sir. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. In twenty nineteen, Becky Lynch yep. won the women's one coming out and uh, taking the place of the injured Lana. I do believe and winning the Rumble there. Yeah. Twenty twenty women's match. I mean, Jackson, you'd know who. Raw Rumble women.
2: Uh, <laughs> we all know. Oh, we're over it. Done. Move on.
0: Charlotte Slayer, the uh, queen. Uh, the queen. And speaking of the king of uh, the ring, the 2020 men's winner, probably the greatest winner of any Raw Rumble match-up. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Non-biased.
0: No honest. bias,
1: huh? No, no bias. Huh? Okay, okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: it
0: is, of course, Drew McIntyre. And then last year's Whoa. one... Who Bianca, Bianca Bianca Belair yeah. and who won the men's one and what, what entrant was he? Edge was number one, right? Yeah, Edge won from number yeah.
2: one. He came in at first, didn't he? Yeah,
0: yeah, of he course. did indeed. Uh, so like I said, well done, guys. They're getting them. Like I said, I know it's difficult to start, but if you know your rumble history, uh, um, that is not. All. Well, honestly, yeah. um, as they talked about. To- numbers Austin holds the most rumble victories on three. seven people have won two raw rumbles Michaels Hogan Cena Batista Triple H Orton, mm-hmm. and Edge and number 27 is the luckiest number with the most raw rumble winners um, but also one 24 28 and 30 are close with three apiece as well uh, Batista is the only person to win from the same spot at number 28 uh, 2007 2008 is the only time the same number one in succession I love this one. When adjusted for inflation, Hacksaw Duggan's 13 win out of 20 wrestlers instead of 30 it becomes equivalent <laughs> for 19.5 by today's standards. Uh, <laughs> so you know, if <laughs> you think about all the statistics that we got, the statistics shows that entries from one to ten have produced 10 winners. Entries 11 to 20 have only produced seven winners, and entries 21 to 30 have produced 23 winners or it's 57.5%, winners will be from 21 to 30. And 25% of the time, it will be the first 1 to 10 entrants, uh, which is, yeah. I guess, very, very interesting. Uh, so the question is, and who has got the most eliminations uh, of all time, I will say, not just in a Rumble match as much, but of all time? Monty, do you want to take a guess before I pass it on?
1: He's the he's he's the mayor in in, in Tennessee, right? Oh, Kane, right? Yeah, he he's has right. to be Kane. He he's been in like a billion of them. So yeah,
2: I yeah. swear he holds like the record for being in the most like Royal Rumbles. So uh, yeah. it makes sense. Like I was gonna say, Kane too.
0: It is Kane. Can anybody guess how many eliminations he has had?
2: Uh, no. Uh, well, we sorry.
1: know it's way more than eleven. <laughs> Between one and a hundred, I think. Uh, give a guess. Fourteen. More than uh, that, I'm going go with forty-five. Oh no, you're looking at this, aren't you? It's forty-five. No, it is kind Fort- of. I'm gonna be honest with. All right, I'm about to be honest with you. They actually said that like last night on SmackDown. The little, the little vignette. <laughs> all right, okay. They put a little vignette up, and he said, they, "I think they put his number up there, 45. So yeah, who is uh, that?
0: Who has had, then, the most cumulative women's elimination? Who's the woman had the most? Yeah, I know. I was going to ask you easy ones. (laughs)
3: Um,
0: Yeah.
2: I don't even want to actually say her name, but is it Charlotte Flair?
0: No, it's actually a bit of a surprise. It's Shayna Baszler with uh, 14. That makes sense.
2: Yeah. She was pick. I should have gone with her. That's who I've got. Yeah, I should have I, I no from now from this, this one. Oh. Um, no, I really wish I went with Shayna, but, like, that actually, if anything, they should continue to build on that with Shayna and actually start booking her, like the badass bitch they originally had booked her for, and give her <laughs> her damn entrance music back.
0: Yeah. Well, basically got eight eliminations in one match-up, same as Blair did last year. The men's record yeah. is... Braun and Lesnar with 13 apiece. Uh, who had the fewest eliminations to win the Raw Rumble? This is such a really, that's a really good question. The fewest eliminations to win.
2: I'm talking overall both men and women or or separately.
0: Just, uh, who, uh, how many people has someone had to eliminate to win a Rumble match? And I honestly can't I mean, believe
2: uh, it. How would I know that, James? I'm just saying
0: that one person on the list is Vincent Mann. Who eliminated just okay, one yeah. person to win the 99 Stone Cold, Rumble? Right? Only Stone. Yeah. But incredibly, Randy yeah. Orton as well only eliminated one person to win. That must have been 2009 when uh, Had Leg- to be.
1: Legacy was there as, as part of it as well. Yeah. Which I think, you know. Yeah, I, I don't know point. why I was thinking Undertaker, but I was only thinking that because I know he entered 30, but he definitely eliminated way more than that. So, like, he cleared the ring, I think, when he got in. So, never mind. <laughs>
0: So, we go then to men's. We talk about l- longest total Royal Rumble time. So, who is the man that spent the most time oh. in a Royal Rumble oh, match? Sorry.
3: <laughs> is it Daniel Bryan?
0: Daniel Bryan has Daniel spent Bryan? the most time singly in a Rumble match. One hour and 16 minutes. But he doesn't hold <sighs> the total record of how long.
1: Man, that's a total.
0: He- okay, that's tough. He is not in WWE anymore, but he still wrestles.
1: Chris Jericho, maybe
0: it is Chris Jericho with four hours yes! <laughs> and fifty nine minutes in a row. It, it, all in sense. a rumble.
1: Because he's never won one. He's never won been, one,
0: even no. you know, like a like an Iron Man of the of the
1: you know match. So that never, makes sense.
0: know? And I tell you, someone that if he has half hour in a rumble tonight. Randy Hilton could beat that record. He's on four hours and thirty-one yeah. minutes. And of course, Roman Mysterio, if he goes, he comes he in number be one, close. Goes the This distance yeah. again. He's four hours and five minutes. Uh, the women's yeah. longest time is Charlotte Flair with an hour and fifty. which will <laughs> Probably beat that uh, today yeah. as well. Um, um <laughs> this is the we've got some stats. <laughs> so it makes me laugh because one of the f- things we're going to do for mini games is the Santino or the quickest elimination. So, can anybody tell me what the quickest elimination was <laughs> in Royal Rumble history?
1: Is Santino... Somebody broke Sino. I thought somebody broke that, right? No, Santino still holds the he record. You still got it? Oh, okay. He, no,
0: he somebody was supposed load. to break it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> 1.9 seconds is uh, the shortest, yeah, okay. time. The shortest uh, yeah. The shortest women's time is actually Liv Morgan, eight seconds in 2019. Which is really? um pretty crazy, oh, yeah. if you think about that, uh there's also well, a few that's things that, yeah, mm-hmm. there's a few things that might happen in the rumble as well if we're paying attention at home, uh, mm-hmm. it would be a quick elimination, a competitor is eliminated within ten seconds, or vent in the ring normally coming in at four or five would be fair to play at that point, comic relief, yeah. Uh, when, uh, like, Drew Carey, or we're going to get Johnny Knoxville this year, or Ernest the Cat Miller with somebody called my mama. Uh, <laughs> the action stops. For one reason or the other, the action simply stops. The one person yeah. entering the ring, like Rikishi dancing in 2000, Austin checking his watch, CM Punk cutting some promos. Um, someone previously eliminated to orchestrate the elimination of somebody else. Attacked before the entrance. A shock entrance because mm-hmm. someone saw... Uh, nostalgia competitor like Roddy Piper and Snooker in 2008 the Snooker yeah mm-hmm. uh, tag team succession a tag team member comes out a couple of t- numbers after here's one look for that for the street profits as well mm-hmm. a few that started which does, uh, you know Monty do we miss that from a rumble you know when like Kurt Angle and Shawn Michaels used to attack each other in yeah. the start of WrestleMania we don't have enough of that now that is something that is
1: missing yeah and I think
3: sh- that uh, uh, you
1: got it yeah, I think that comes from, like, the you know, the fact that they don't have that foresight that they used to have going into Mania and all that. Like, I think, you know, we've we we we've heard the stories. Vince used to have WrestleMania or what was going on for the next year planned out ahead of time. And, you know, now we know that it's hectic. It can change on the fly. He can rip up the script tonight of what, what originally was a plan for the Royal Rumble. It would be a completely different show. So, yeah, it, it, I think that's why we don't really get the storytelling that we used to get uh, as often in these Royal Rumble matches.
0: Yeah, it's something that we miss. Uh, we get the big man team up in order to eliminate one of the Giants, several people gang up at him. You can also get a bonus point if the big man pushes off and all seven go scurrying away as well. Of uh, course, the house cleaner, where a wrestler eliminates three or four of them in a second, shockingly quick. Not necessarily a fast but someone who should have lasted longer gets the short end of the stick. So, like, Ricochet tonight, uh, and then an ally turns <laughs> on a friend. Is there any other Rumble kind of statistics or stats that are missing out there? Anything that we can think that happens? You're missing the com-
2: um, like most creative way of getting back in the ring, with,
1: uh, uh. you know. Yeah.
2: He, he's always, Him and Naomi both are iconic for it, so I'm definitely expecting that from them again tonight in, bo- in, in both respective matches.
0: Yeah, it's true. We will see that. I think uh, that is... That's still quite cool. I remember John Morrison trying to, you know, a few things like jumping on the barricade and stuff like that. But, I think
1: at one point...
0: It'd be interesting to see kind of what they do and stuff like that. But that yeah. is all the. Uh... And
1: I always look out for skin in the cat. Like I remember one year, Dolph Ziggler's, Oh my goodness! And what I mean by that is going over and then using your upper body to pull yourself back over the top. They call that skin in the cat, or like the classic Shawn Michaels spot. It's always usually a wrestler who stays, like you said, like an Iron Man wrestler who stays in the ring a long time and he's always surviving uh, by the skin of his teeth. I remember Dolph Ziggler. I think it was fifteen. He did that the entire match. <laughs> Not,
0: not only that as well to think of that uh, it's like the the king or uh, a hill type who will hang like rope Yeah, all the time. Hold, hold on to the bottom rope or go hiding mm-hmm. for a period of the match and then get kind of caught again uh, underneath yeah. the ring you
2: know he's done that quite a lot as well like kind of either hidden or something like that and then come out to do a comedic moment you know
0: well, I said, it would be interesting to see what happens. We are building and building towards the excitement of the Royal Rumble. Uh, and now we are, before we do the Rumble mini-games, we're just going to run through the card, get what we think is going to happen, and give predictions as well. We should say, like we said, the Prediction League started at the start of the year uh, with Monty and Jaxie. Getting a point each, and for drawing for day one. But don't worry, Gina. Tonight is our night. We're gonna get them, get them good. Of course, there is two different leagues. We have got well, we've got three leagues actually. We've got the AEW league we're gonna look at next month, the W mm-hmm. Pay for You league, which is like we said, Monty and Jacks so who are one each at this moment, and the bonus league or bonus point predictions. We've done year end predictions, but we can do at the end of the year. And the Rumble, basically with the mini games, is gonna be a bonus point for each one. Now, even if I ask you guys what the final four people in the ring is, say if uh, whatever reason you put Charlotte, Charlotte, you still get a point for that. So you can get four points total. So there is uh, a shed load of points here for bonuses. So do not worry if we're behind with any predictions with leagues because it all works itself in the end. We're going to run through the cards now. and a Raw Women's title match on the line, Becky Lynch versus Drop. Now, I'm really looking forward to this. So I think it should be good. Jaxi, are you looking forward to this match? Um, which way do you think it's going to go?
2: I'm looking forward to the match because of it being Becky Lynch versus uh, Piper Niven. I'm going to call it Piper Niven because I really can't do <laughs> it.
1: I mean, the
2: match itself is going to actually be great. I think Piper Niven is a, a really great and talented wrestler and very underrated so, I think like, you know if they're given it an, enough time, I think it would be a great match. I just don't believe that outcome is going to be anything that of note
0: yeah i don't i I feel if they were going to have Lynch lose in a women's title match at a rumble Oscar mm-hmm. would have got the job done you know not uh, it, you know or, um right I, I think we do drop it's it's the name gonna stop her Monty from becoming successful
3: mm-hmm.
1: well I, I in fans I, I don't necessarily think so because i think like you just mentioned when you call her piper and anyone who's familiar with her of her you know before it is like we know how good she is and her, her potential no matter what the name says but i, I don't know about booking i don't know about long term i don't even know if they will ever give her the storylines that one is needed in my opinion to really ingratiate themselves in the you know with the fans what No matter what side of the fence, you know, like, for example, you know, being she was, you know, she was a really good heel in her feud with Bianca. And then immediately now they switched directions without her ever actually changing her character at all. And now she's, I guess, supposed to be the babyface in this scenario. So, like, you know, because, because are they going to be more consistent?
2: Like, you got to also, like, look at the fact of where did she get the name Doudrop with someone who is not associated with the company anymore? So why are they not? Yeah, fair as- enough back to her original name that she came into the company with, which was Piper Niven. And in all honesty, that's, it, it suits her better. This do drop scenario actually makes her come across as less of a threat, in my
1: opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I think we yeah. all appreciate her and like her, but I just don't think she would be taken as seriously as she deserves just simply yeah. because of the name. Exactly.
0: It's gonna be interesting to see what they do because there's no doubt Piper Niven Doodrop is extremely talented and And with Becky Lynch, when she's motivated, this could be really, really good. This could be the coming out party uh, for Drop. And even if you want to get a bit more serious and drop back to Piper Niven. But I think, you know, they've been put in a position where she's kind of nigh Jack's light at this moment. And and I think Mm -hmm. she's showing she's got more talent. And I mean, even the primos Mm -hmm. she's been given, there's a lot of fire. And when you believe in yourself, it's, it's very, very important. And I think this will be a great match. A, a, a long, I will say this: the 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 way the match card or the match cards are, are laid out, the the way the matches are. So, like, uh, if Lynch and Doudrop is first, then the crowd reaction will be great. But if they're put in a kind of filler spot after either a Rumble or a mm-hmm. match, they could be in a bit mm-hmm. of trouble. I also feel with the outcomes, the match selection is going to be vital on the predictions as well. You know, when it comes to, you know, if we see Bobby knocking off Brock early on, then we're going to go, shoot, sure, mm-hmm. it's not Rollins then, you know, and it'll be interesting to see what happens.
1: I'm going to go Becky
0: Lynch for that one. Monty, you backing big time Beck? Yeah I'm,
1: I, I, yeah, I'm the same. Becky Lynch, there's just no way. Uh, I don't really believe, that, like, again, like you said, the rain is long, and, you know, with all the rumors swirling around that I can get into later. Uh, it's just no, I just don't see it not happening, like you said, not on that stage at WrestleMania uh when it comes to Becky losing this championship, even though, like I said, I think they can have a really, really strong match.
0: Right, and if they want to drop the title off, they should have took it off with Morgan winning at day one and yes. had that rematch uh, now, giving it time. Gina, which way do you see this going? I
2: definitely see Becky. Sorry, I put a sweet in my mouth. <laughs> um, I definitely see it as Becky. Um, I I don't see the drop in that that elevated enough to be able to win it here or at least give us, yeah, at least give us like a bit of insight and thinking, oh, Dewdrop might have this. Um, we all know it's going to be Becky who's going to win. It's just because they don't book the storyline in advance enough to that make it feel like maybe there could be a change.
3: Yeah, that's definitely
2: a- it's
0: interesting to see that and also another point was made as well is if you look at Lily Dewdrop, Leslie v. Lashley, Rollins v. Reigns, it's all Hills versus Hills. So there's not really <laughs> it doesn't make a lot of sense yeah. when you kinda look at in who's gonna back. Um but the, the only match that is definitive face versus Hill is Miz and Maurice versus Edge and Beth and Gina, are you gonna vote for the Miz? <laughs>
2: No, I'm um, not. Not after the backlash I got
0: last time. <laughs> I've never had so many emails about that. It was unbelievable. It was, I think yeah. it went viral. People, <laughs>
3: <were> <laughs>
0: <offended>. <laughs> people just didn't understand. Uh, but in all seriousness, Gina, are you looking forward <laughs> to the Miz and Maurice versus Edge and Beth? Because the build-up hasn't been too bad. And when we see... The no. uh, four interacting it should be quite good and the Miz should take a couple of double team moves from Beth and Edge surely
2: uh, definitely I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing that happen to the Miz and it's going to be a good match I I definitely I would have preferred if they brought Beth back into her own storyline first and then maybe did this whole couples match after but either way I still think it's a match that I'm looking forward to and enjoying because it's always nice to see like real-life couples interact, and especially when you've got, like, the Miz and Maurice, who are very comical to watch, you know it's still going to be entertaining, whether you're looking forward to the match or not. Mm.
0: And the other thing that I quite like is Edge, obviously, you know, like his retirement tour at this moment in time, and they ask him, you know, who do you want to work with? And if he does want to work with Beth Phoenix the first time they're doing it, then it, it's working, and it should be entertaining, because at least he's motivated. Uh, and it'll be yeah. interesting to see if anything comes from this as well. Of course, you know, Talking about, you know, I I hate the term dream match, but AJ Styles versus Edge for me at WrestleMania makes all the sense in the world. And I think it'd be great, but how they get there from this will be interesting. Um, But I still think this match is going to be really, really good. Monty, um, which way do you see this going?
1: Yeah, I'm going with the baby faces. I just don't think you bring them back and then have them lose. I mean, the Miz don't win often anyway, and he's a, a good enough talker. To make it make any story that he tells in the future believable, or they sprinkle enough wins in there for him to where you're like, ah, oh, he has a chance. But I just again, I don't see the uh, of course the me and and uh, Maurice winning this match. Uh, and uh, I do love that you know, and this is what the young people in NXT would call her Auntie Bell. It is nice to see you know after she told it, you know after she exited NXT, see what she's doing. Like you know, it wasn't for nothing. You know, it's just really nice to just see her back in general. So like I'm really looking forward to like another maybe another three D, another uh, you know, heart attack. You know, maybe even just, you know, he he may hit she may hit the glam sl- glam slam on me is just for shits and giggles. Who knows? Like just, this can be really, really fun. I'm not expecting a maxi, but I am expecting entertainment.
0: Uh Jackson, what about you? Which way are you
2: swaying?
1: I mean, this, it, it, there's only
2: one way that this is going to go. Do you know what I mean? Beth, Beth and Edge are totally taking this. Like, Miz is definitely <laughs> regretting his, his mouth right now um, <laughs> with this match. Uh, I think it's going to be a, an entertaining match, and I think this is one that can actually be put on potentially in between Rumble matches just to kind of break up from the length um, because this will be something that's kind of lighthearted, uh, um, comical in a way of the Miz being the Miz. Um, but also just a little bit feel good to be able to see Beth Phoenix back in the ring. Um, I'm pretty sure this is Maurice's first uh, official match as well since so coming back. Uh, so, you know, for, for both women, this is like their first official matches back. Uh, it, it's just one that's going to be quite lighthearted and enjoy. it's going to be enjoyable to watch regardless the outcome, but the outcome we all know is going to be Edge and Beth Phoenix.
0: And just double checking with Gina, definitely Edge and Beth Phoenix on there, no no mucking about.
2: Yeah. Yes, I'm not even going <laughs> to joke about it. <laughs> <That's> not, <laughs> Straight up say that... I'm going with Edge and Beth.
0: <laughs> Alright, so up next, the WWE Championship on the line, the dream match as it was, Bobby Lashley, versus Brock Lesnar. Um, Jack, see, we both have talked about the intensity of Bobby Lashley. And I mentioned it earlier, victory for him would make his, I would say, even his career. So get one over on yeah. Brock. Uh, what are your Hell
2: thoughts? yeah. Listen, right, we've, we've talked about this a lot, but I have to say this because I've got strong feelings about this. But Bobby Lashley is... Kind of someone that should have already been considered to be like the next Brock in terms of the way he's booked, like beast mode. And they and WWE have legit been doing that right ever since teaming him up with MVP. He's been booked right up until a certain point. Mans needs to win tonight, like he definitely needs to get one over on Brock. Like with this whole persona that Brock has got, don't get me wrong, I love the persona that we're getting from Brock at the moment, just free loving. You know, just having a joke with, uh, about everything rather than taking everything so seriously, like Brock Lesnar. But that is the exact reason why Bobby Lashley needs to win this match because he needs to actually remind Brock that the, he's not the only badass, and and he only comes back, you know, every now and again. Bobby Lashley has been working his ass off throughout his whole career with WWE. If Mans don't win it against Brock tonight, it just, it's just is is going to be actually heartbreaking for me only because he deserves it. Bobby deserves this title back. Mm. Um, as much as I loved Big E's reign, I think it was too soon to have taken the title off of Bobby in the first place. I've said that quite a few times. But, so for me, hands down, I'm going with Bobby to win this.
0: I mean, and also, like, what is the problem with Heyman distracting the referee, reigns coming out, Superman Superman punch to Brock, into his spirit. Exactly. job done like that. The question is, All okay. Heyman, what side is he on? Bobby gets a big win, and Brock can go and focus on Roman there. But you know what's going to happen? It's going to be a five-minute smash. That is the most disappointing thing that could happen in this matchup with Brock just a suplex, if they, suplex, F5.
2: I, I, like, I mean, watch Twitter if they do that. <laughs> I will voice my opinion very, very loudly on there.
1: I think right. a lot of people will say that. I mean, he could lose, but it got to be... Pill, Come on now. I don't, now. Know. I don't <laughs> like, know if it's gonna be like, I'm minutes. with you
2: though. I do, I really do see it as like a, a win win type way of actually having it, as you said, um, James, about having you know Paul Heyman kind of create some sort of distraction, have um, Roman come out and just cost Brock the match because we all know that. they're they're saving Brock for Roman for WrestleMania. Everyone knows it. Anyone who's a fan of WWE, especially with the way things have been booked and why they're not feuding right this current moment, is specifically because they're they're building up to WrestleMania for that WrestleMania moment. So this makes all the sense in the world for Bobby to take the title off Brock now to free Brock up to be like, yo, I've I've lost that one. I'm coming for yours again.
0: Yeah, Yeah, and then you can have the storyline of, Brock and Bobby again with Bobby saying, "No, you look. I've got your number, mate. I always knew I would, and you took me too, you know, lightly last time. And we've seen Brock do that before. That's what makes perfect sense. He, exactly. He, he did a he did an Eddie or not taking the guy seriously. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah. This is interesting because I I don't know who's gonna win. I've, I've kind of taught myself in the other situation, but I can't go against what WWE is. So." <laughs> I'm gonna say predictions for me, I'm gonna go Brock Lesnar. Even though I, I want Bobby to win, I just don't think they will do it. Um Jacksey, which way are you gonna go?
2: I'm going
1: Bobby. Hands down. Monty. Yeah, me too. I'm going Bobby Lashley. I'm I'm with you guys. Like uh I, and I, I understand exactly what you're feeling, uh James. I get it, man. You know, they love that he's the safety blanket. It, trust me, it wouldn't surprise me one bit. it hurt my heart, but it wouldn't surprise me one bit if it went that way. But the way he's been so dismissive of Bobby, and we know how dominant Bobby was when Brock was nowhere to be found. And he's it just not- like he just going to dismiss everything almighty about Bobby Lashley by letting him lose this match like that. I just I just don't... I wouldn't like it. And it just opens up so many more doors if you let Bobby win here. Like you said, you can come back down the line and Brock can actually take him more seriously down the time. I mean, you know, you know down the line. He actually, mm-hmm pay him mind because he lost this match and I think it'd just be so perfect but again I'm with you it's always scenarios where we take make six and they go in the opposite direction so I wouldn't be surprised but I'm definitely picking Bobby
0: Lashley Uh, it's interesting with the predictions even though it's like bonus points how serious I just felt it all get
2: you know talking about Lesnar wait Wait you know who's your pick oh Bobby Lashley oh okay
0: so, Jean is going to go Lashley as well.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Prepare yeah.
1: for heartbreak. <laughs>
2: That's what I was going <laughs> to say to
1: like, Don't worry you about how serious it, it is.
2: If my heart's broken, then
1: yours is too. So, at least yes. I'm not. Afraid. I'm just letting you know. Yeah. We might All as well right. just get ready. Let's just band together. We got a common bond here. That's fine. That's fine. I, I, I,
0: if I'm wrong, it would be the best point I've lost. Because at least. Keep hope alive,
1: wrong. Jay.
3: Yeah,
0: I know. That's, That's what a- I'm saying. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but after
0: day one, I'm not taking any chances. I'm just gonna go straight for what WWE do. I'm sorry. That's true. I don't blame you, me,
1: man. I
2: don't blame They, you. they like to fall back on their safety blankets, as Monty said as well. They so do. I get why you choose the other the opposite.
0: Uh up next yeah. it's the universal title Roman Seth Rollins, brother versus brother. I love the fact that I didn't even mention it, they call each other little brother, uh, and big brother mm. and stuff like that. Yeah. Fantastic. I like that. Subtle of
1: it. Nice touch, man. Really. Course, those
0: yeah. are barred from ringside. But Gina, the question is: Which way? Are you first off? Are you looking forward to this match? And which way do you see it panning out?
2: I am looking forward to this match, and I definitely can see Roman retaining the title. I don't see Seth taking it off him at this. I think they're going to put on a really, really good and entertaining match. But I just don't see Seth rolling it and uh, winning it, unfortunately.
0: Jaxie, what about you? Which way are you um, going for this one?
2: Yeah, hands down I'm going to stick with Roman just because, like I said, I like to think that Brock will come for Roman next and that will happen at WrestleMania, so I'm going Roman. However, I do think that this is going to be quite a good match. Um, I think especially after the last promo, we just got on SmackDown between them. We can, we know this isn't all about just tempo sparing, the, as you both just... Uh, rightly said they refer to each other as brothers. This is personal, so I feel like it's gonna be um a great match that's gonna have a lot of depth to it. But Roman's coming out on top.
0: Or is he? Monty, what do you reckon?
1: Yeah, it's gonna be fun. I, I think I don't I don't think they can miss. I think in the ring we're gonna enjoy it, but I'm with I'm with the the ladies here, man. Seth Rollins winning here right now. I I just don't see it. I don't I don't see it happening. Uh, It's kind of like in a similar vein to what we're saying about Becky Lynch and like the rain being so special and you know what I mean and having it in at Royal Rumble. You know, I just I don't know. I just don't see it. Uh, I think it has to happen at WrestleMania, and I would like it to. You know, I don't know exactly how what how that's gonna turn out when it happens, but. It's just I don't see it happening now, and even though I wouldn't mind self winning it and i can I would like the story i can I would understand the story i just I just don't see it
0: it's interesting because i mean i'm I'm waiting to ask you guys what your men's rumble pick would be, but we'll do women's rumble first uh Jackson, are you gonna go charlotte uh, who who are you going for the women's rumble and what is your give me who you're going for and what would be like your
2: dream scenario? Um, I like. I literally just had to take a second there because you teasing me about me choosing Charlotte is like no. That's not even a joke. That's a nightmare. Like I would never. I, I even even if she had all all the it's thirty Charlottes,
0: you would still pick.
2: I would never vote Charlotte. <laughs> so I mean, this does give away like some of the stuff that we're going to be talking about in terms of like surprise entrance, but. Hands
0: down, I'm going with Oscar to win the second time over. You're going to go Oscar to win the Women's Rumble. I'm going to go safe with my pick. But, uh, Monty, I'll get you first. Who do you think is going to win the Women's Royal Rumble match?
1: Yeah, I'm going even more on a limb. And I'm kind of spoiling something I mentioned earlier too. But I kind of got to stick to something I had told you uh, when I was just predicting things that would happen in December about what would happen in this year. So I'm sticking with it. I, I don't really have any cues to go on. So I'm hoping it just be a great shocking surprise, but I think a returning Bailey could possibly Ooh. win uh, oh. the Royal Rumble Ooh. and come out of nowhere. She's never won the Royal Rumble before. It'd be a nice feat to give her. Uh, yep. but yeah. That's why I'm leaning, uh, you know, so yeah, I'm going with Bailey. Well, it's so <laughs> <But> exciting. <laughs> it is. It's is exciting She's to talk so. about it as well. <laughs> right? <laughs> Who
0: would she go on to face at WrestleMania? Well, she'd be a baby face. Uh, yeah.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, she could kind of take her peak. Like I assume, like yeah, she would kind of get a babyface reaction after getting injured. And you know, uh, you know, for my liking, I would probably want Bianca to get another shot at Becky. So maybe I would go toward maybe Bailey and Charlotte, but just kind okay. of like a role reversal where she's the baby face in the scenario, not hugging, but like a, a different type of baby face, but still yeah. a baby face going against Charlotte. So yeah, you probably
2: see that another Becky Lynch, like as much as they don't want to admit that she's a baby, <laughs> <I think he laughs> right? Everyone sees her that way.
0: Right. So we've got Oscar, we've got Bailey, Gina. Who are you gonna go for to win the Women's
1: Rumble?
2: Um, I'm gonna choose Sasha. Oh.
1: I'm choice. not mad at it. It's safe. I'm not <laughs> mad at it. It's the no. smart because. <laughs> All, all of
2: these cho- all of these choices right now I've got some that are, are very strong possibilities. So like I, I, I don't even think I would complain e- either. Nope, <laughs> <Yeah>. me either.
0: <laughs> the thing is is this is how open the rumble match is. Is yeah yeah Charlotte might be a favourite, but we've got Oscar Bailey, Sasha Banks, and I'm gonna go. Back-to-back rumble winner Bianca Belair. Belair is going to win the rumble <laughs> match and face Lynch.
1: I'm not mad at it.
0: <laughs> WrestleMania. All four choices are excellent. I would say, yeah,
2: but I'm not mad at any of them to be honest. Like, I mean, to be honest, if I didn't think that that Oscar could be a surprise entrant, if I if I knew that she was very injured and not coming back, like my next choice would have actually been Bianca Belair to win it a second time in a row. Yeah, I'm not so, around tonight.
0: Yeah. I'm not. I'm just thinking. Yeah. Belair. They mentioned <laughs> it on the SmackDown graphic last night. They went, uh, you know, no one's won it back to back for 24. Went back to back. Yeah, that's a very good record to yeah. break after 24 Thank years. is Belair getting the job done?
1: she would be perfect for the job, man. I'm not mad at
2: any of of these winners, but can I just add as like a little asterisk type of winner as well? I really wouldn't be mad if Shayna Baszler won and absolutely dominated the whole women in the Royal yeah, Rumble. As soon as they so if that, that to that, her. Yeah. And women, yeah. She's kind of like the sort of like VIP win. (sighs) If if she won and she was as dominant as she was in the Elimination Chamber, but in the Royal Rumble, I really wouldn't be mad at that either. Nice. I
1: mean, if I've been hearing rumors, (laughs) I hope it's not. I'm not necessarily hoping for it, but if Ronda comes back, I just don't see her not winning either. Oh, well, this is the big back well, Will come
0: Rousey there. come back? The, the rumors are yes. ronder. Will she be back in a rumble match or do what she did when she debuted? It come out afterwards. Right, Oscar's Thunder and Point at the Mania. It, sign. That's
1: fair. It's also, that's
2: just fair. Not, not come back either oh. because you know they do. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure they said that she gave birth in September. So you know, not everyone's going to be a, not everyone's going to be a Becky Lynch and come back early on. And right. she made it clear that <laughs> she.
0: What a way to win a Maybe. rumble if you brought out a fake baby and threw it at the competitor! He's <laughs> so jealous!
3: <laughs> oh my god! Unless <laughs> <so gemmed. laughs>
2: oh well, you couldn't do that, like that would actually be like, a like the battle of the baby. The, battle
0: of the baby. Definitely. Gene Snitsky returns and just kicks it into the crowd. Like that's what—that's kind of what we want. It, it wasn't my fault. It wasn't my fault. <laughs> And Jeznitsky thanks me Bro, for the dude, reference here. It. <laughs> <laughs> dude, you punted it. Yeah, dude, come on. So yeah, wow, what a choice that is. I'm looking forward to it. So, Belair, Oscar, Bailey, or Banks. Like I said, take my money for that. So the last question, mm-hmm. last prediction that we're going to do at the moment, not a spoiler, is the men's rumble match up. Now, I have been debating so hard over this because. I've been doing Rumble Picks for a few years, and I would say out of the six Rumbles that we've watched, four times I've picked a guy that's not even going to be in it, thinking they're going to be a surprise (laughs) entrance, and they never show up, being Ronda Rousey back in 2018 or or anybody else like that. Uh, So my men's Rumble pick is going to – I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to go for it. No, I am. I am. Go on. I'm going to say my winner is Drew McIntyre. He's going to win the uh, men's Rumble match. I know you are thinking, James. I'm crazy. Come on. Come in at 27 or 28. Uh, make the crowd go wild. Yes. Get that victory. I'm Get with to you. Mania. Get the job done.
1: Challenge Roman. Yes. I'm with you,
0: man. That's me. That's, that's my pick also.
1: Isn't, that's
2: if Brookings isn't free.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. So, Monty, you actually going Drew McIntyre? Make it a- Yes, I'm sticking with I, I, another prediction from before we even knew what the, about the bill for the Raw Rumble. But I, I just—he's been so underutilized so far, and they've been trying their best to keep him away from yeah. Roman. I just think the perfect way for him to get through all the management politics that he was dealing—that he's been dealing with character-wise—would be for him to just return, win the Royal Rumble, and get a shot at Roman. And even if Brock was to join the party, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they. Wanted to make a super huge main event, and if Brock is available, they do a Roman, Brock, and, and Drew. That's probably less likely because I know they like to the finish in one on ones, and I would prefer Roman versus Drew one on one. But yeah, I, I, that's who I'm leaning with. It's so wide open, but I've been thinking about Drew for the longest. He just seemed like the best pick. I could be wrong, but yeah, that's what well, I'm, I'm thinking.
0: The only thing I will say, Monty, is they've announced 25 people with only five left, and we don't want to get right. to a stage where we're waiting for number thirty, and it ends up being Chad Gable. <laughs> <laughs> no offense right, to Gable, right.
1: but yeah. right, and I love Gable, another, but yeah,
0: so that is another rumble like game of getting excited yeah, about the, who's left, and it, it ended up being you know like I said,
3: Happy yeah, Corbin or something. The
2: last time we <laughs> did that was so Mysteria when everyone wanted Daniel Bryan. <laughs> He got booed, booed, but it wasn't him that was getting booed. It was more like they were booing the company, and I just felt so like,
3: (laughs) like, fuck this.
2: They're booing, babe. (laughs)
3: Yeah.
0: Right. So, Jaxie, who is your pick for men's rumble winner?
2: Okay. So, firstly, I just want to actually say that uh, Drew was a strong contender to be my choice tonight. I decided to go the other way because I didn't I, I I didn't want to rely on Drew actually returning because I didn't know if this is all storyline or if he genuinely is like off for uh, you know, like legit injury. throat injury. Um so I decided right. I decided to like kind of follow instincts, I would say. Um I I'm going with Biggie. Um I think that he's got still enough pop to be able to go and if yeah. if Brock, uh, is defeated by Bobby Lashley, I would love Big E versus Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania. Give it to me.
0: That is excellent. Big E winning would yeah. be fantastic to see as well, especially, you know, recent times as well after that W title run to get back in the game. Uh, Gina, Great. who are you going to go for?
2: On, on AEW with Sammy Guevara, you know, so it would be like quite good, especially for a Big E um, I think that he could still like prove more. Um, but I think both him and Bobby would just be a great one on one. We didn't really get much between them because he obviously had cashed in, so it was quite quick when they did actually uh face off and he won. So it would be so nice to actually see that at WrestleMania.
0: Right I think we're out. Of doubt. Gina, who are you gonna go for?
2: Um, I had the same written down. I had Big E.
0: Okay. Big E okay. for that one. I'm a bit surprised gone for Brock Lesnar, because you know, when you think about if he was to lose to Lashley to win the Rumble and then challenge Reigns, is the story there, you know? Are are we worried about Brock stealing everybody's thunder?
2: I I mean, that could be an option, but I really hope that he doesn't do that, because he kind of had that storyline with the money in the bank, and took it from Ali, which everyone was like, yeah, that's that. I just kind of don't want to see Brock win so as much as I think that that actually could be an option I don't want to believe it
0: (laughs) it's going to be interesting to see what happens and like I said there are our predictions so that will be on the line when we do our Royal Rumble review and a wide range of stuff that can happen I mean the thing is if Lesnar wins tonight you guys are going to be in trouble you know, that, that's, that's the thing that I'm looking forward to that, that goes my way
1: Thanks, but vice versa though no. yep. I'm fucked then
3: <laughs> <laughs> <That's what's happening. laughs>
0: this is what happens when it comes to predictions but it is time now and we are going to do Raw Rumble mini games and like I said we've got uh, bonus points coming out of the Yazoo At this point, so I'm going to ask you guys uh, some very simple questions Uh, and basically, we're going to pick uh, what we've got. When it comes to like who eliminates who and surprise entrances, I thought three picks, but if we can't think of three picks, then we might have to, you know, shorten it or whatever it is like that. Um, But we'll start with the men's raw rumble. And then we, of course, move on to the women's one. Uh, first off, in the Rumble match, like we said, it is going to be Ray and Dominic Mysterio, uh, Street Profits, Austin Theory, Sheamus, Johnny Knox, Priest, AJ Styles, Biggie, Happy Corbin, Madcap Moss, Kofi, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, Dolph Ziggler, Robert Roode, Omos, Randy Orton, Riddle, Chad Gable, Otis, Nakamura, Boogs, Ricochet, and five more. Now the question I'm going to ask first, and I'll ask to Monty to start us off is uh, Santino, who will be the guy who gets eliminated the quickest or suffers the quickest elimination? we
1: are going to start us off? Yeah, I couldn't think of nobody, honestly. Like, other than, like, I don't even know if he's going to be in it, but I feel like Reginald, so <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, I figured he would evade some people and then just get eliminated like nothing, so I don't know. Uh, I I couldn't really think of anybody, so that's the only person I can think of. <laughs>
0: No, that's fine. I'm, I'm going to go Madcap Moss just because you'll be laughing and joking, and just get thrown over the top as quick as that. <laughs> good yeah, one. good piece. Well, McIntyre comes back and fucks him up. That's it. That's what I'm going to go for. McIntyre and just like destroys him in eight seconds. <laughs> uh, Jack C, who do you think is going to get be eliminated the quickest in the Men's Rumble?
2: OK, so my choice might not be like a favourite, but I'm going to go with Ridge Holland because I feel like it's going to be one of those situations where Sheamus is already out in the ring um, and he gets real excited when he sees his protege coming into the ring like, yeah, we're going to fuck shit up now. And then I think just someone's just going to like straight up like eliminate him. <laughs> and then Sheamus is just like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: by myself now and I'm fucked. Uh, Gina, <laughs> who do you think is going to be the Santino of this year?
3: Uh,
2: ricochet oh. he always
3: gets the short
2: end of the stick and oh. Uh, oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: poor Ricochet I mean he tries so hard but you're right you know what's going to happen it, like Seamus will throw him straight over the top it'll be a shame The Iron Man is next, the longest person in the Rumble. I'm going to go with someone pretty easy. I think it's going to come out quite early and do very well. Austin Theory is going to be the Iron Man in the
1: men's Rumble tonight. Monty, what about you? Man, I really had – I had him first. I I promise you I did. But for some reason, I was just like – I liked here, but I think like Riddle – I think Riddle fits the role more because he can – he would be like uh, someone who just survived like – off like like you said, either grabbing the bottom rope or like I mentioned earlier, the Shawn Michael spot. I don't know why I just imagined Riddle doing it, but awesome theory is a really good pick too. But yeah, I'm going with Riddle.
0: That's riddle. That's fine. Uh, Gina, who's gonna be the Iron Man? Uh
2: I had I, I decided to go for someone just random for the Iron Man. So I went with Finn Balor. Well,
0: that's fine. Finn Balor is yours, Jacksey.
2: Yeah, I, I'm going with Big E on this one. I think like he could like have like quite a long run.
0: Uh, we move on next to most eliminations. Now, for me, this is... Uh, let me just make sure they're in the rumble. Yeah, for me, this is pretty easy. Uh, <laughs> who's there? This is a dude that's going to have a standout moment and he's going to have the most. And if I'm wrong, I'll be very surprised. Omos. I think Omos yes. will come out there and take out half the field. Monty, what do you reckon?
1: I agree 100%. He's the perfect character for that. They love bringing the Giants out to clear out the ring. And I think Omos would be great. And I think it'll be someone like a Biggie or a Drew or, you know, someone or maybe even AJ Styles who could possibly get him over the top rope. So, and that's going to be a big moment. And whoever gets, it, gets that moment is going to be a big pop for them because he's going to be so dominant. So, yeah, I'm going with Omos.
0: Yeah, I think Omos I fight Uh Gina, who are you going to go for most eliminations?
2: Um, I actually am gonna go with Damian Priest.
0: That's a great shout, actually. Especially if he gets we'll be to be mad flared, at it. flared nostrils, then everybody's in <laughs> <it. laughs> <laughs> Yes, you yeah,
3: For
2: sure, for sure. But I also think that like they still want to try and push him in a way. I don't see him winning it, but I could see him getting maybe the most eliminations. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh Jaxie. Um I, I actually uh I'm chose AJ Styles. I feel like he could have like that type of stand-up moment where he might not necessarily win the Rumble, but uh he'll have the most eliminations.
0: Uh, that's really, really good. So next is who eliminates who? Now I don't I sort of thought maybe I don't know if it's one, two or three picks, but uh this might be a little bit involved. So <laughs> who eliminates who? So Monty, who are you gonna go for yeah. for who eliminates who in the men's rumble?
1: Now, I know you didn't include this, but when I wrote this down, I kind of came with the thought process on somebody that it may be like vice versa. So, like, A- I got Omos eliminating AJ Styles, but if AJ Styles eliminate Omos, like, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, <laughs> I see Owens and Priest doing something. Like, Owens may possibly get rid of Priest or Priest getting rid of Kevin Owens. And then I think, I mean, I hope so, because if not all of this, all of these promos were, like, pointless. I'm hoping either Knoxville – gets eliminated by Sami Zayn, or that he eliminates Sami Zayn. Those are the only things I can really guarantee that I think we probably will see.
0: Well, I'm going to put you down for Omos eliminating AJ. and do you want Zayn and Knoxville or Knoxville Zayn? Uh,
1: I'm going Knoxville Zayn. All right. Knoxville I'm Zayn, Zayn I
0: guess. That's perfect. Uh, with my ones, let's see who I <laughs> wrote down here, see if, who eliminates who uh would be I'm just gonna make it up if I can't think to be fair. Like you know yeah, what yeah. I mean this is so difficult. <laughs> um I'm yeah, gonna put right. uh, Ridge eliminates um Ricochet for busting up his face. <laughs> yeah. Uh we are gonna put McIntyre uh eliminating fucking hell Sheamus <laughs> and someone who's not in a tag team together uh, I will say, oh, got it. Riddle eliminates Orton. And that could be a little bit of a, oh, look what he did. There you go. Yeah.
1: Ooh, um,
0: yeah. Jaxi, so, that was off the head. Hopefully you've put some more planning into it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, well,
2: I've got a bit of a random one, but I I feel like Kofi Kingston could uh, eliminate Ridge Holland.
0: Right, that's fine. Or any, yeah. Any, uh
2: so I'm going to go with that one, but I also have like quite an interesting one because we all know that father and son are in the Royal uh, Rumble. So yes, Dominic I agree. Ray. Do excellent. it. Yeah. That's Ooh, excellent.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, and have I you got that
2: strongly happened? Um, and I'd actually, I, I'd actually want it to happen that way. I wouldn't want it to be Ray dominate, uh, uh, eliminating Dominic. I'd want it the other way around. Mm. Um, and then yeah. I, I also had the same idea as Monty in thinking that uh, Johnny eliminates Sammy.
0: Yeah, so he will put you down for that as well. It's not a problem. Uh, so now Gina, you got three choices.
2: Um. So I I'm gonna go with Sheamus eliminating Reg Holland. Yep. <laughs>
4: oh,
2: that's an interesting one. Yeah. <laughs> Just because like Seamus has just been saying a lot of stuff lately, like, oh, he does this like me, he's just like me, blah, blah, blah. And I think he's just gonna get a bit of a, a jealous hat on and he's just gonna get rid of Rich.
1: <laughs> That'd be an interesting turn. I ain't gonna lie.
2: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's that's one. Um I I also wrote down Johnny eliminating Sammy. Yeah. <laughs> Like Sammy's kinda of brought it on himself really, any. So yeah. I think we're gonna yeah. Understand. And I I wrote these two down, but I'm not actually sure if they're in the Royal Rumble. But I put Edge to eliminate the Miz. I didn't know if they were in the actual Royal Rumble though. Ooh,
0: they've not been announced yeah. yet, but I can put that down as a as a one.
2: That would actually be really funny, especially if like, you know, <laughs> Match and Edge and Beth Phoenix won the match and then Miss comes into the Royal Rumble just to get eliminated by Edge
0: too. <laughs> that would actually be <laughs> uh So then we've got, I mean, we have got final four. But you, I, I thought for number one and number two, usually they announce like number one and thirty. Um, so I'm just, just for shits and giggles, we're gonna do who you think number one is and who do you think number thirty? is. So. Uh for me, number one, I'm gonna say just for a laugh, uh AJ Styles is number one. There you go. Um Monty, who do you think's gonna be number one in the Rumble? Uh
1: I think I think uh Finn Balor. I'm going with Finn Balor entering first. That's perfect. Uh Jaxy.
2: Um, I'm gonna go with Kevin Owens.
0: Owens at number one for you and Gina.
2: Uh I, I also had Finn Balor written down. Cool.
0: That's, fine. That's number one. That's perfect. Uh a number thirty in the rumble. I am gonna say I'll say Edge. You just give me that idea, Gina. That's fine. Number thirty. Uh Jaxie, who do you think's gonna be number thirty? Um,
2: I'm gonna go with
1: AJ Styles. AJ Styles. A Monty. In my mind, uh, to make the surprise even sweeter, I think that would be McIntyre's spot. Oh, oh, oh. I should put
2: that. should oh. put that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's no, it's um, cool. um, i changed my answer.
0: <laughs> we've all got McIntyre. Uh, no, Gina, who do you
2: reckon? Oh, I, f- I feel to steal that idea now. I, I feel Andrew. to steal the McIntyre. Yeah. I-, I actually have Edge written down for number 30 yeah. as well. So. Would well, you want
0: Edge or McIntyre? It's up to you.
2: No, let's go with the edge. I'll stick with my original guess. So you take my answer. Uh,
0: <laughs> so <laughs> final, final four in this rumble. I have worked it out in my head. I actually did a little bit work here. So uh, who do I think is going to be last? Let's have a look. So I have put McIntyre. Oh, here we go. It's quite interesting. I put McIntyre, Sheamus austin theory and i'm gonna put omos as well Is my final four what a weird final four that is sheamus theory omos mcintyre
2: that is my final four jacksy what about you um okay so my final four i think i'm gonna go with drew mcintyre damian priest kevin owens and biggie that
0: is a Good final four. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Uh, right, we'll go Monty next. Who's your final four, mate?
1: Yeah, uh, I was really it was really tough to choose between either Priest or Owens, uh here for me. But I think I went with on to give it a little bit of heel and babyface balance. I went with Owens in theory uh, and Biggie and Drew.
3: Oh,
2: nice.
0: Owens theory. Biggie and Drew. Uh, That's great. And then Gina. So if you just, I am trying to write them down at the same time. So if I, I am paying attention, I promise, Gina, who's your final four? But my writing is so bad; it's going to be so difficult <laughs> when I go back to read this. I go, not going to have to listen to it.
2: Uh, Gina. Well, my writing down. So if you need me to send them to you, <laughs> yeah, I'll let you know. Um,
0: Gina, who's your final four?
2: So uh, I had Finn, Drew, Biggie, and Edge as Final Four.
0: Awesome. That was a great Final Four as well. Uh, So we've done number one, number 30. So up next is Lucky Number. Uh, Lucky Number is a great thing because we all got modern technology. And actually, we'll save Lucky Number until the end of the women's one because we're going to use the same one. I'm going to ask... Uh, a search engine on a phone, others are available of course, Uh, between a number between 1 and 30 and we'll use that number for both the men's and the women's so if we're lucky enough to pick uh, 27 and it wins we do get a bonus point for that but we'll do that right at the end uh, because we'll move on to the women's rumble match up now and we start all over again so the Santino for the women's rumble match up uh who was Gina, why don't you start us off and tell us who do you think will um be the quickest in the women's rumble?
2: Sorry, which one are we guessing here?
0: So we're on the women's and it's Santino, which is the quickest eliminated. So who will be eliminated the quickest in the women's rumble match?
2: Um, I have Aaliyah written down.
0: So Aaliyah or, you don't mind if I put it down as numph, do you? No, that's not an issue. No, <laughs>
2: We see her doing much this in in this rumble, so I think she's going to be gone the quickest.
0: Uh, Monty, who do you think is going to be gone the quickest?
1: Funny you say that because I, I wrote that initially, but then I was like, Natalia has been so annoying about breaking records. Why not make her the fastest person out ever or whatever, fastest woman out ever if that's even possible? I think you can beat live record. So yeah, I'm going Natalia.
0: Yeah, no, I, I actually went Natalia as well because, like you said, you can see her moaning. When, even when Nymph comes right. out and goes, come on, and then gets eliminated like that. And even maybe beat the Santino record, if that is even possible. I, wouldn't, I don't know <laughs> right. how you would be able to do it, but I'm sure. Uh, it has to you, be timed perfectly. Yeah, you would have, honestly, as soon as you're in, you're going out. see uh, who's your Santino for the women's?
2: Surprise, surprise. I have written down Natty as well. I I see her being eliminated the fastest and then she'll come out like the next week trying to boast that she's broken another world record instead.
0: <laughs> right, yeah. And then uh, up next is the Iron Woman. So who will be longest in the Rumble? Uh, I'll say, well, I'm going to go with the old favourite. My one is Sasha Banks. She does love to be in a Rumble a long time. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised to see her coming at number, even number one or two if I haven't ruined that for later. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then yeah. doing the majority of the match. Um,
1: Monty, what about you? For some reason, I, uh, my thought process was just that she would just, whether, I don't think she would win, but I think she'll do it again, uh, like just be there in a very long time again. And like, because I think Bianca's another pick you can bring out early, maybe one or two. And uh, she can set the tone for, for what the match is going forward, you know, and I I think she can go along the longest in the entire match. I don't, I don't know why, but I, I just had a feeling Bianca could do it two years in a row going longest. No, that that makes perfect sense, Jaxi?
2: Mm, I think like both your choices are really uh valid and I wouldn't be surprised if uh you're accurate in that, but I actually have Oscar down as uh, um the iron woman. I also kind of feel like uh if she was to be a surprise entrant then she's going to like come in at like number one or something like with her actual entrance, um, where everyone can actually just like enjoy like her coming back, especially if she comes in with like you know her big kimono and everything. So uh, I'm going with Oscar.
0: No, excellent choice, Gina.
2: Um, yeah, from mine, I actually think I've I've got Shayna written down.
0: That makes sense. Based they coming in. Having a dominant rule uh, match up. And uh, speaking of dominant right. rumble, who will have the most eliminations in the women's rumble match? Monty. I'm not saying Monty uh, will have yeah. the most eliminations.
1: I'm asking you the question. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, I'm going with. Uh, I also, you know, I'm expecting her return to return back from injury. So yeah, I'm going. With, I think uh, Oscar. I think a great way to reintroduce her, maybe in a more dominant fashion, kind of like what we remember back in her in her NXT days. Would we'll just she just go on a rampage and eliminate a good ten women, ten women, maybe even eleven. I don't know why. I'm just I don't know why. I just make that feels right. It'd be a nice dominant way. So I think maybe not that many. Maybe I'm going a little too high on my number, but yeah, I think she she can finish the match with most eliminations, and I wouldn't be mad.
0: That's Oscar. There, uh, I'm gonna say Charlotte for most eliminations. I think she's gonna talk herself out. I'm not mad at that either. A good game, safe as be. How, how close I got and got eliminated right at the end.
1: Jaxie, do you agree? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, I've, actually got, I've got written down for uh, that Shayna. I feel like if they're gonna if they do, do like book her as dominant, she would be the one to do it.
0: And Gina. Yeah.
2: Um, I I have Bianca written down.
0: Yeah, that's good man. bit. I've just realised I forgot something on the men's uh, rumble match, so we're going to go back to the men's rumble quickly because I forgot about surprises. So we've actually got three surprise picks. Oh yeah, for the men's ones that I actually haven't done yet. So uh, Monty, if you just tell me who your surprise three picks for the men's rumble, who you think going to be surprised, and that said, only five spaces left.
1: I couldn't think of anybody out of the uh, that's not in the WWE. Like bubble already, because I just don't see anyone outside the company uh, really wanting to do it. I, I mean, I wouldn't. It would be a shot, but I just can't really. Th- couldn't think of anyone. But like, uh, I th- I'm going with Carmelo Hayes. I would. I think they'd like to call you know, show sure, they they've been complaining about people not getting behind NXT 2.0. People, I don't see. I don't think Carmelo Hayes is one of those people that they they have a problem with because I think he's the strong, like one of the strongest, if not the strongest character left on NXT. So I'm going with him. And I think Braun Breaker is also—he's the NXT champion. You know, I think a great play, great way to showcase him. And maybe I'm, you know, maybe wishful thinking, but Tommaso Ciampa would also be a strong, another strong entry, just to have some moments and just, you know, maybe even get a nice pop, you know, uh, on the main roster. So I, I stuck with NXT and thought that maybe they would showcase some of the, the you know, the, the the best that they have to offer. Maybe even the LA night. Well, yeah,
0: exactly. Well, L A night it would be, uh, it'd yes. be fantastic. I put Drew question mark, and I thought, no, I'm not going to have that surprise because he's going to win the Rumble anyway. So I'll leave him out. Right. So I've got like you, Tomasa Champa, and another guy I think is ready. It's Pete Dunn. Of course, both of them being on main event. Oh and yes. Recently. Oh, how
1: did I forget Pete? Well, the other Great one point. as
0: well we spoke about earlier. I think Corey Graves is going to be a surprise in yes. the Rumble match. in The computer table. Or elsewhere. So, Dunn, Chumper, and Grace for me. see um, who are you going to go for a surprise? Three surprises in the Men's Rumble.
2: Um, okay, so I I think my choices are a bit bold. <clears throat> so let me just go with the safe option, which I think is going to be uh, Walter. That's what how I know him. Come first. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> <laughs> no one. I, I- then I think that we could potentially get Braun Strowman. Oh. Um, oh,
3: okay, okay,
2: yeah. That's- I, right, this last one, I'm I'm really going out on a limb here, right? But it could be Johnny Gargano, only only because he's not got a contract. He's he's vocally said recently that he until uh, Candice gives birth, he's got. No interest in like looking to sign with anyone who wants to kind of uh, take care of her and stay at home. But why not make a bit of money on the side if they're offering you like a little bit of money to come back just for this one event? So I'm I'm being a bit bold here, but I'm saying we could potentially just see see him.
0: I thought you were going to say Cody. That's so, not bad. Yeah, to be fair, that's not. Actually yeah, bad that's job. what I was
3: thinking.
0: Yeah. Too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gina, who are You going to go for?
2: Um, so, I also had Walter written down. Um, I'm going to go with Tommaso Champa. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to go with Beer.
3: <gasps>
2: no. Oh, finally. He's not going to come
3: finally. <laughs> is it. finally going to
2: find his way? Beer is going to turn up. And he's going to have a match in his hand. <laughs> <laughs>
1: ironically he still hasn't shown up to raw <laughs> like have him show up here and still miss raw tomorrow i
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: be there i honestly want this to happen like i feel like you should get double points if he actually turns up on it because he turned up on the wrong show
3: <laughs> brilliant that's brilliant <laughs> that's, that's
0: my favourite. V is my favourite answer all night now. Right?
3: Cool <laughs> as well. <laughs> that's brilliant. Right, that's
0: so true. that's <laughs> that's, the,
3: that's
0: the men's rumble done. Of course, apart from Lucky Number will come back to that. Now switch back to the women's and we're doing who Eliminates who for the women's rumble? So I'll go be quite easy because I've realized now. Look at my notes, I did the women's one and I just forgot about the men's. It's not an issue. Um, who eliminates who? I'm gonna go Nikki Cross eliminating uh Raya Ripley, I'm gonna go Charlotte eliminating Mickey James because they're mm. bastards like that, and oh, I yeah. I'm going to say Belair eliminating Charlotte possibly to win the rumble match. So those are my
3: mm-hmm.
1: nice
0: and simple Monty. Who are you going for?
1: I'm on the same boat as you on Nikki. I think Nikki is going to definitely eliminate. Ria. I think that'll be a big first step for this new take on her, Uh, you know, kind of delusional superhero role that I think she's heading towards. And, uh, you know uh and i don't know about y'all but like unless these vignettes are just for nothing i'm I, I don't know i think alexa bliss probably will can eliminate charlotte here or at least get some type of payback because they they keep mentioning this lily character and all of that and we all know how that ended so i don't know that's what my thinking was there are but if not alexa bliss someone returning probably will get her in my mind but i could be wrong and uh I'm going with Naomi eliminating Sonya. Right after the show uh, last night, I couldn't get a third when I couldn't think of one. And then after I watched SmackDown and uh, got that, you know, saw how that was going, I thought Naomi getting another, you know, one-up on Sonya after the months and months of mistreatment would be something that I can I can see happening. Yeah, or at least excellent. hope for happening. That
0: makes all the sense <laughs> in the world. Um, Jaxi, what what's your three?
2: Um... <clears throat> I actually have the same as Monty in terms of Naomi eliminating Sonia. Yeah. I think that would be like kind of the justice, considering yeah. they had their, their match where she won 24 hours earlier. So it would be just as sweet, especially because the way that match ended, Sonia just had to put herself into the Royal Rumble straight after it. Do you know what I mean? So it would be so right. much more to have Naomi be the one to eliminate her. Um, mm. I actually got Lita eliminating Charlotte I oh, would love cruel, to, yeah. especially because those two squared off against each other. I would actually love to see that, um, like maybe Lita come in at a later time where Charlotte's been dominant or whatever, and then Bro. like actually have, like Lita just come out and dominate her. <laughs> Bye, <bitch>. um, <laughs> uh <laughs> I then had uh, Shayna Baszler um, eliminate. I, she could possibly eliminate Charlotte, so. There's two options
0: there. So, so we got Naomi Deville, Lita in Charlotte, and so what was the last one? Charlotte.
2: No, Shayna. Uh, Shayna uh, possibly eliminating Charlotte because I could see a feud happening there.
0: Gotcha. No problems with that one. Uh, Gina, what about your three?
2: Um, I am um, also the same. I had Naomi getting rid of Sonya. Um, I actually have Dewdrop getting rid of Alexa. <laughs>
3: random
2: no, no, no. um and I have Aaliyah getting rid of Nat eh?
0: so Nymph yeah. getting rid of Nat which yeah. none of us put even though we said it was probably going to happen <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: <laughs> <just> pretty, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> I Didn't even think about that <laughs> <laughs> because they're uh, are our they're literally our choices
1: for quickest elimination. So yeah. Yeah. it was so obvious. that we were like, oh, uh, "Ah, yeah. oh, yeah, think
0: outside <laughs> the box." Yeah, no, this is why I don't win. Uh, so got, who knows who? So, so, what would be good the surprise entrance in the women's rumble match? So, I should say at the moment we have got. Carmella, Dana Brooke, Nikki Ash, Queensalina, Ray Ripley, Tamina, Nymph, Charlotte, Naomi, Natalia, shot Shotzi, Bree, Nikki, Lita, Kelly Kelly, Michelle McCall, Mickey James, Summer Ray, Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, Sasha Banks, Sonia's Ville, and seven more. So out of those seven, we're going to pick three surprises, uh, and we will go Monty first.
1: All right. Uh, my last one is kind of wishful thinking, but I already mentioned Bailey. I was like, I thought that would be a complete surprise because she's kind of been radio style, even though I think, uh, you know, I think she will be returning sooner than later. But, uh, you know, so I, I just think maybe tonight would be a great way to do it and a surprise. And like I said, she's never won the Royal Rumble, so yeah, Bailey. I think Io Shirai would be a perfect way oh. to just bring perfect thing her that entrance. Oh, so so cool. she's so like, cool. Like right? Oh my god, like, awesome. Exactly, she's top notch, so like we all know what Rise about. I think she'll be perfect here. And, um, uh, you know, I just had one that just popped up in my head that's kind of safer, but I'm gonna go ahead and stick with this because it's, it's maybe wishful thinking, but it would be sweet. It wouldn't be, I wouldn't mind if like a Kyrie saying was to also surprise us yeah. and just like show up just for like even if it's, it's just for a little spot, maybe even a call back with Oscar. Maybe all maybe her, Oscar and EO all have like a a, a moment, you know, or something. Maybe I'm just you know wishful thinking, but yeah, uh that's what I thought of, even though a safer bet would have been somebody like Raquel.
0: No, that's perfect. That's perfect. My one's uh surprises Trish Stratus. I think they've got to have Trish in the Rumble. Uh you have a little face off with Lita. I think Trish has been mm-hmm. most of the women's rumble matches anyway. Uh, right. Bailey returning. Uh, like you said, uh, the pop she's going to get is fantastic. My only issue is if she does return, for her to not win it and the crowd not to turn off, maybe Belair, if she does, be interested to see what they do. Yeah. And again, all thinking, someone I've not heard a lot about recent times, and I know WWE reaching out to uh, form a talent, Ember Moon showing up at the rumble will be... Uh, yeah, good, nice.
2: That would be a bit that That's so, a good choice
0: a couple of eclipses and then, you know, quickly or well, whatever, but be interested to see what happens. Uh, what about you, Jaxie? Um,
2: Sorry. I'm just okay, so I actually had the same idea as Monty in terms of a little bit of wishful thinking with Kairi Sane. Mm-hmm. Um, I, did, I didn't decide to put Oscar in this list only because she was uh, my choice for winner, so that was obvious that she, she would be returning. So I didn't put her as a surprise entrance. Um, but I also did have Trish written down. Um, and I also actually think we could see Dakota Kai, um, which oh, would be fun.
1: Yep. I really Oh, I liked it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I really want to seeing oh, yeah. yeah, really really
2: see her turn up on the, on the main roster. I think she actually could, could, I think that the main roster of women could do with someone a little bit like Dakota Kai kind of reminds me a little bit extreme, like a young leader. Um, just unhinged, like, uncontrollable. Uh, So I really would like to, like, see whether or not she could be brought up and, like, utilised. Yeah. Gina? Yeah, so um, I had, um, so this one's like my wishful thinking one and just seeing Victoria come back. Cool.
1: Get a widow's peak, (laughs) please. Yeah.
2: So that's, like, a little bit of wishful thinking. But um, I also have Raquel Gonzalez written down. Mm, yeah. Because um, I just think that she's she's beast mode, so why not include her? Mm. Um, and my last one I'm, is going to be a bit controversial, maybe. I'm going to go with Paige. Do you know what? Ooh, yeah. uh, do you know what?
0: That's that's is that is
2: excellent. That
0: is excellent. Yeah. I just put down, I put, oh, check next page next to the surprise entrance. And I saw Paige's name there. And you just said it. I'll go, that makes all the sense in the world. Paige. Yeah. That is really, really good. That's, Excellent yeah. choice there for the surprise. All right. So now we've got final four for the women's matchup. And uh, for me. For wanna
3: the-
2: do who comes out first and 30th first. Do you want to do that? We did
0: Final that. All oh, right, fine, fine. Final All the rules. That's fine. Uh, no, so... <laughs>
3: all
0: right, so number one. <laughs> number one in the Women's Rumble match, then. Uh, Monty, you first. Who are you going to go for? Uh, I'm going to go with
1: Bianca. I'm going to go
0: with
1: Bianca Belair.
0: Coming out first. So Belair is first for you. Jackson?
2: I'm going with the Oscar.
0: Good for Jackson. Start with a surprise, Gina. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say Shayna. Going Baze, the flat one. I'm gonna go Charlotte because I've put her down for most eliminations. Ooh. Even though I should have gone Banks if she's gonna be Iron Woman. I fucked this up now. Uh, I'm gonna go Sasha. <laughs> oh, no, fuck it. I'm gonna go Banks. I've changed it. Banks number one, Charlotte number two. I know I'm not doing number two, but that's what I would say there. Uh, so that's number one. So number thirty then. Uh, for the Rumble. Monty, who is your number 30?
1: Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't put her as a surprise because I just, like you mentioned, she's been in most of them. So I just figured somebody like Trish can be last, like just to finish it off strong or something, like a legendary uh, interest at the end there. And maybe put doubt, but I don't think she makes the, even makes the final four. So no, um,
0: what about you, Jaxie?
2: So I actually have Kyrie coming in at number thirty because of it, it. Kind of goes alongside sort of my Iron Woman description of Oscar holding her own throughout the whole bit, and then she's kind of maybe a bit too tired towards the end uh, when the final number thirty comes out and she's being pounded, hmm. in, and then Kyrie comes in just for that saving grace moment before like uh, you know Oscar can win it. So oh, yeah. that's like my ideal like Oscar winning Royal Rumble moment.
0: Yeah, that's that's great. Number
2: thirty, uh, Gina. Um, I'm also going to go with Paige at this point because if she is a surprise return, Ooh-wee. then I would expect them to maybe put her in at number thirty.
3: Because mm-hmm. even and if she is
2: cleared to wrestle, I think they're going to want to keep her safe and protected, so they're not going to want her coming in at like number one. Yeah, so I'd have yeah. yeah. mm,
1: thirty. That opened my expectations,
2: bro. Yeah, I know <laughs> that's what
0: we do.
1: We're, we're setting
0: ourselves up for massive oh, disappointment. I'm be so bummed out.
1: When it's right. it, it, so summer
0: is number 30. Uh, we... <laughs>
3: oh do not do that. I know that's
2: going to happen now, Jane. Oh my God. I think she'll get the worst
1: reception. <laughs> I can't help it. Um, it don't come back. We get E. Torres or even Marie. Alicia, uh, Alicia Fox,
0: Fox. <laughs> Alicia Follins. It's Fox. Yeah. Yes. I
2: mean, uh, do, you think, do you think Maria Canellas could be a, a contestant?
0: Oh uh, I awesome. no more with that. Uh, number thirty for me. I'm going to say Bailey. I put it as a surprise, and what better way? Surprise number, mm-hmm. uh, than number thirty. So we have got final four for the women's matchup. Uh, my final four is Mickey Charlotte, mm. Mickey Charlotte Bailey Belair. That is my final four, Monty. What about you?
1: Yeah, uh, I, I pick Oscar, Bailey, Bianca, and I think Alexa. Like I, I think Alexa is gonna have an underrated role in this Royal Rumble. I don't, I don't, and I could be wrong, but I just I, I think she may end up in the final four. Do so you got? Sorry, Oscar, Belair, Bailey, and Alexa,
2: and. Bliss. There you go. Perfect. Uh Jaxie. Uh I've got Shayna, Bianca, Oscar, and Dakota.
0: Just on that through again.
2: <laughs> Oscar, Bianca, Shayna, and Dakota. D- D- Dakota. Okay. Bears and Kai. That's cool. And
0: Gina. Ooh.
2: Um, I've got Banks. Bianca,
0: Shayna, and Ooh. Alexa. So there we go with the final four. So that is all nearly done. The only thing we've got to do is draw four lucky numbers. Now I'm going to use the latest of modern technology to ask them and hopefully this works. I'm calling live. So okay. I'll go first just in case anybody thinks I'm cheating. Mm-hmm. Give me a number between one and thirty. Here's a random number, thirty. Right, oh, right. So, okay, uh, that's not bad. I'll take that. So I've got number thirty as mine. So that's men oh. and women's um, sorting out. Now, Monty, do you mind if I ask them for your number as well? Yeah, go ahead. Give me a number between one. ...and 30.
3: Here's a random number. Seven. Oh, shit. Sorry, Sorry, Monty. That's... Right?
0: (laughs) Holy (laughs) crap. Now, (laughs) Jassy, do you you mind me drawing your number?
2: Yes, go for it.
0: Give me a number between one and 30. Number seven.
3: (laughs) Ten, oh fucking hell. Oh, Jaxie, 10. So, so, Gina, you're
0: last. And again, I'll ask the question. You don't mind me drawing your number?
2: No, I don't mind. Go for it.
0: Give me a number between 1 and 30. 7. Oh no, you can't do 7
3: oh, you You're
0: going gonna redraw I'm gonna redraw, so I'm gonna
1: redraw this. Oh, we got hold. hold. <laughs> give
0: me give me a number between one and thirty. Seven. Oh bro. not seven. Twenty. Twenty. There you go. So That's much better. much, is better. much better. So much Monty better. Monty, you're seven. Jackson and, yeah. you are ten. Gina, you're 20. I don't think Bailey
1: or Drew is coming out at i I'm 30. <laughs> no,
0: but as we talked about, 25% of the winners of the Royal Rumble have come out between one and 10. So 10. You've got four yeah, of I'm a hoping chance. somebody. Both of you have got a quarter of a chance to win. This is why we do statistics. Yes, me and Gina probably got a 53.5% chance, but that doesn't oh, matter. Yeah. It's about the men's and the women's. So when you're watching the Rumble later. You see number seven wins, you go like, lucky bastard,
1: Monty. He didn't even know. (laughs) Didn't even know. Didn't even know. Um, But if number seven is Tazawa or something, you say that poor bastard. (laughs) It's
2: going to be Reginald. reginald. It will be Reginald.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. God damn it.
0: (laughs) Well, uh, it's all fair. So we have done... The rumble mini games. What does everybody think of that? I mean, it's quite an involved experience, but I think it's fun because it adds a little layer, extra layer to the rumble yeah. match.
1: Yeah. It was fun. It was just so hard to guess this year, man. Like they really did a good job but just like you know, it's really hard to have a clue. Like think about all the surprises. Like we just created probably the, one of the greatest Royal Rumble pay per views <laughs> just on what we hoped might happen. <laughs> So like, yeah, this is it's just so hard to predict this show. It's going to be
0: such an interesting night and uh, kickoff starts in uh, just over an hour. I cannot believe the Rumble this year. As a British fan, starts in the morning, which means it's probably going to be a five o'clock finish because there's no way the Rumble pay-per-view event is going to be less than three hours, especially with two Rumbles. No. It's just not going to yeah. happen.
2: Now, so, so this is going to be a long time But do you know what, the dedication is there Especially because they did us a favour by putting it on a Saturday
3: yeah. yeah yeah.
2: It sucks even worse when it's on a Sunday Because oh, we've got,
3: yeah.
2: we, we've so got to go wait to So we have to wait until the end of the day Get home you know, cook, cook dinner and stuff before we can even actually get started on like, avoiding all social media all day so that we don't get anything ruined for us.
0: Yeah. yeah, and do you guys get the same thing that I do sometimes at work when I'm there and I'm going, right, I've turned Twitter off my phone, I've turned everything off, I've got no surprises whatsoever, and then some fucking idiot comes up to you and goes, oh, fucking Drew McIntyre won the Rumble last night, didn't he? He goes, no dickhead. <laughs>
2: Honestly,
3: you
2: you know what? I've actually had that done to me by someone who doesn't even watch wrestling, but they just read about it. (laughs) Oh, you like wrestling? They they knew I was into wrestling, so came up to me that morning and told me. And yeah. I actually started this job. But I literally wanted to murder this person.
0: I know. Why do people? Do, if if you, I, I don't get it. I don't, it's almost like every year they non wrestling fans go. Oh, I could ruin it for wrestling fans now. I've got one. I've got a twenty four hour period <laughs> where if I can go, oh fuck, Drew one or whoever won, it would just ruin it for everybody. um Yeah. So, yeah, we've got that as, as British fans. But, like, you know, like I say, <laughs> this is why we do a pre show to try and keep everybody ready, willing, and awake as they get ready for the Royal Rumble later. Before we go, uh, just going to look at February's schedule because, like I said, we're all busy, as we talk about, with our jobs and uh, we're live sniffing, like, let's try and come around. And- yeah. But I wouldn't mind trying to sort out a Rumble review. Uh, to try and, you know, obviously look at the entire event. Now, I don't know if anything works out for you guys, but this week coming, I'm available on Tuesday to do a Rumble review. I don't know if that works out for any of you guys.
2: I, I'll
0: be free on Tuesday. Just double check. Give me a, one second. No problem, sir. <laughs> 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 You're listening to the WNR podcast. another podcast on live shows because i think that that should be
2: fine yeah tuesday
0: should be okay yeah so yeah i think for the first time ever i think if us as a group do the whole rumble review show then we could do the mini games and everything like that as we go along as well
2: and that would be quite fun actually especially just to kind of discuss all of our answers tonight as well
0: yeah Yes. Yeah. So there we go. Then you've heard it all. We we can share the pain if Bobby (laughs) (laughs) loses. Bobby losing, Charlotte winning. (laughs) Everything. Everything (laughs) (laughs) happens.
2: Charlotte wins. Like, can you just already prepare for for what is to come from me? I'm not going to make any
3: excuses.
2: Like, I'm just going to go all out. So either like don't turn up for it for it if Charlotte wins, or just skip my part once we just start to discuss it.
0: Yeah, we're and like I said, February's going to be fun because we'll, of course, have an AEW show as well. NXT Vengeance Day is this month. We've got the Elimination Chamber in Saudi Arabia. Impact No Surrender looking really good this month as well. Going to keep an eye on it. There are rumours as well, guys, that the Ultimate One may be about at some point in time as well. I don't know. Oops. One thing I do know is that our next live show will definitely be March 6th because that will be AEW Revolution. And even though how great was uh, WWE Rumble was tonight, I think with AEW, there's always a level of excitement uh, that we get Ooh. there. So if you guys are up for it, that'll be our next live show.
2: Awesome. I'm up for
1: it. MJ, you're up in punk. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah,
0: it, it should be fun. But that is it for now. Like I said, you've got these guys' words. They're going to be here Tuesday with me to look at the Royal Rumble event. Uh, but don't forget, across all social media, Twitter at the WNR Podcast. I'm at the
1: WNRJR. Monty, where can people find you? You can find me at Mind Monty Pod, and also on, you know, especially Apple Podcasts, you know, uh, Google, Google Podcasts, uh, whatever, wherever you can find your podcast there, you can listen to the Mind of Monty. they really active over there this year. Uh, you know, just been having fun. We've been reviewing the Peacemaker series, Getting to see sides of John Cena I thought I'd never see in my life. Uh but it's been it's been fun. And uh, so yeah, come check it out. And uh we have fun over there on the Mind of Monty Podcast. Uh but yeah, at My Monty Pod. Hit me up, tell me, tell me my predictions suck. Uh, come console me about Bobby lose. Like, yeah, I'm I'm there. Yeah,
0: one of the things I'm quite jealous with Monty is that he does kind of non wrestling stuff. Like I said, the Peacemaker series and stuff like this as well. But if you want to go more in depth and like um, Wrestle Kingdom, Monty's got a full review up there yeah. as well to listen to. Because uh, I've been watching The Mandalorian and I've been wondering if I'm going to do any reviews on the podcast. And I just know <laughs> the hate of just do fucking wrestling. <laughs> <It's
1: just> like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've got an <laughs> but i told
0: him to called mine the munchie for a reason so yeah, yeah. i say mandalorian <laughs> i mean book of boba fett but i've just seen the last episode and it was fucking excellent
2: so anyway uh I'm just, I'm just, yeah, i've only just started it so i'm, I'm not gonna I'm, ruin I'm...
0: it i'm not gonna ruin it this yeah. is the way anyway uh Jaxie, where can people find you on uh the internet
2: um, yeah, so everyone can find me on Twitter and Instagram and I'm at Jaxie Scarlet.
0: And Gina, do you want to be found? Right, it's up to you. <laughs> I'm not going to leave it in your hands.
2: I'm sure the people who really despised my Ms. Choice would love to find me. In- <laughs> <laughs> <You> just- <laughs> they,
0: they were more, I wouldn't say they, they were more concerned. Just, I just I didn't know. If, <laughs> like, I
3: just. <laughs> just, just, just um, just no, about mental
0: health no. well being and stuff. Just
3: you know. <laughs> My
2: thoughts um, to me on Twitter at purple pain and on Instagram at purple rain ten eight
0: nine. Excellent. Well Dublin are also on Facebook and Instagram, across all the Google platforms, send us an email at Double at gmail.com and YouTube the Podcast where all the latest clips and podcasts got the same time on YouTube as they do SoundCloud on your phone. And also Spotify and iTunes, we can download, subscribe, rate and review there. So that is it. Like I said, our next episode will be Tuesday for the Rumble Review. But until then, I've been joined by the fantastic WNR team, which includes Monty, Jaxie and Gina. Thank you so much, guys, for joining us and talking shit for three and a half hours, even though we've still got another six hours to go for the
1: Royal Rumble. I really, really appreciate it.
3: Uh... It was a breeze,
1: man. It went by like, like crazy, honestly.
0: <laughs> well, I'm just glad everybody enjoyed it. There's nobody that enjoyed it more uh, than I. So, listen, everybody, and bye.
3: Adios. Uh-huh.